Welcome to Drop Everything, podcast number 108. On this episode, we have a very special guest who came in live to the Holzman Studios, Paul Burke, better known as Waldo from the Waldo Woodhead Show. Before we talk to Paul, though, let's thank our sponsor, the IJA. That stands for International Jugglers Association. Information about this great group of jugglers can be found at juggle.org. Okay, drop everything. Get ready for Waldo. Welcome to Drop Everything Podcast number 108. My very special guest with a very special edition because he's in studio at the kitchen table in my palatial estate. Please welcome Paul Burke, better known, of course, by his stage name, Waldo. Welcome, Waldo. Thank you. Thank you. And I have to say, before I begin, mm-hmm. you are my favorite duo. Oh, the Raspini brothers? The Raspini brothers were my favorite duo. And I don't lie. Oh, thank you so much. I, and Waldo Woodhead was a duo I knew about. No. Pardon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, actually, you guys were great. We got to work with you uh, in Shizuoka in Japan. I think that was it. And I think that's the only time, but it was a wonderful experience. Yeah. You guys rocked, of course. Yeah. yeah it was and uh, great guys to hang out with and just spend time with in Japan. and Breakfast. Yeah, breakfast. The meals. The just, meals, the food. Just the camaraderie was really nice out there. Yeah, yeah. Before we get to that, because that's sort of later in your history, let's talk about the early Waldo. Before you were a Waldo, of course, you were just Paul. Uh, where were you brought up? What did your parents do? And what was your childhood like? A family of eight kids. I have six older siblings, four older brothers. They would torment me, basically. Because you're the younger. Uh, the younger. Well, I wouldn't torment. You never got hit. My parents were very nonviolent. German. So, German. And what would they do? They did. Oh, my mother was, of course, busy cooking and cleaning and right, all that. Right. The people of the Depression years. Right. So, large family, a lot of saving, learned how to recycle a long time ago. I did. I was doing that many years ago. My father did everything. He was like a um, merchant marine when he was younger. He was a sailor during the war and all that. He was never. He wasn't in the war battling, but he was a merchant marine. He was a mechanic. He built houses. He actually built a dream house. When I was a young young child, he could do all that plumbing, and and so that's what he loved doing. This is back east. Where was this? Exactly? This is Oregon. Oregon, mostly Oregon. Okay. They're originally born in Illinois, okay. Bloomington, Illinois. That's where my parents are from, pretty much. But then we moved to Oregon, where my mother wanted to be around her siblings. So all my most of my aunts and uncles were from Portland, Lebanon, Albany, Salem, and Eugene, Albany. So all around Oregon. So any, was, any showbiz in the family? Any any connection to the circus or, or performing at all or juggling? No. No, I was very shy, very, very shy. But then I started, I'd always, I always had good hands. I could, you know, table tennis. I could beat my brothers when I was 10, 12, pool. I did all that. Um, any kind of hand-eye coordination thing, I was always very good at. And then I learned, I had the visual of a clown doing the circle, the cascade, no, the shower. Okay, the circular pattern. The circular pattern. Yeah. And then I learned that. What, what age was that around? About 12. 12. Good age. 11, yeah, 11, 12, and I got that. And then... Have you had seen juggling on TV, or how were you even aware of what it was? Juggling? It was, I remember a clown. It yeah. was a clown doing, okay. and the visual was the, the, ca- the shower. And then I saw, I was going through going somewhere on a, on a Saturday and I saw a guy doing the cascade. I went, ooh. Okay. I said, that looks a lot easier. Because when you see the picture like in the like in a comic book, there always seems it, to be doing the shower. It's always a shower, yeah. right, right. And I learned that in like five minutes. He taught me in no time. You know. and so, then he, I, so you, someone actually showed you the cascade? The and, cascade. Right, left, left, right. You remember what his deal was? Was he a performer, street performer? or just, He was basic. He was just juggling three. He wasn't doing anything difficult. 
I don't. He was just doing the cascade, dropping a lot. <laughs> right, right. So I just don't guy, even a think, guy in a park, or just guy in a park. I yeah. see, I see. It, because I'm from Salem, Oregon, so it was right at the Capitol building. I was, lived right down the street from there in Salem. Yeah, I think he was actually just learning it himself, and within about ten minutes, I was already better than him. And what do you think? Like when you first started juggling, were you like, okay, I found my thing, or was just like, well, this was okay? Did it immediately sort of strike something with you? Good question. Uh, Well, I showed all the kids at school. Right, that you could juggle. I could juggle. You wanted to learn how to juggle, and they said, no, well, no, it looks so hard. I went, no, it's not that hard. (laughs) I learned in like five minutes, and then it was like, oh, you're showing off, and I I didn't juggle for years. I always felt that if 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 someone showed you how to juggle, it wasn't that hard. If you just tried to figure out, just no one showed you, you just tried to figure out how to juggle, that's hard. That's hard. But if someone shows you, yeah, you could teach them in a, in a few minutes. It, yeah, it takes it took no time at all. Well, that's why it took so long to learn back then because there were no videos. Yeah, yeah. I used to go to the library and you'd look up uh, circus books. Right. Or, I did get the book. I got the book. Which one? The uh, juggling book by Carlo or Carlo or, or Dave Finnegan's book? Carlo. Yeah, that was nineteen seventy four. Seventy four. Because so that's how I learned. Is I learned from that that book. I started practicing in seventy six. Seventy five. That's when I started to practice again for some reason. Right. What the hell was I doing? Boredom? Oh, or? oh no, no, no. I was, yeah, I was going to be a fireman. This oh, is, okay. So you're, how old are you? Like, this is a teenager. So I was 19. Okay. So we jumped from like your 12, a few years yeah, past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Juggling yeah. was like, okay, people yeah. didn't really, weren't really responding I didn't to even, didn't even Didn't even bother with it until right. I started. It's a two-year program in Salem. Firefighter, you know, very dangerous. I mean, right, we right. did the the, the one year, but when I was in the firehouse, you'd stay overnight, like the real boat, like yeah. the big dogs, right? And uh, I started juggling again because they had a pool table. Okay. And so I started juggling the balls, and then it was kind of like I was getting stuck on it. It was like, oh man, then I was trying to figure out how to do four, and that's when I got that's when I got the book. Yeah. By Carlos, and it was a fireman, and then all summer I practiced. And just because you liked it, there was no. I like, just, I, I just practiced. I loved it. I just loved practicing, and I didn't go back to the second year. And I, within a year, I was already making money performing. So let's talk about yeah. that transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I also think that the things that people who like pool, who like ping pong, right? People who like that kind of activity, for me, because I like those things too, uh, seem to gravitate towards juggling because it's, it's just that kind of you know coordination but not exactly athletics where it's a big sport like football or basketball just something you can do it yourself but it has that kind of visual dynamic to it especially ping pong which is fast yeah it's yeah it's all hand eye so let's talk about okay so let's talk about so this transition from your juggling when did you start thinking about trying to make some money with it ah okay let's see i was i was juggling I was living in Salem, Oregon. I got a job in a deli where I could... So you decided not to follow the firefighter? I, I did the one year and I, I just basically quit, which... Was it too too regimented, it, too dangerous? It was, it was dangerous. I mean, no, we did fire. You know, we went into yeah. burning buildings. It scared, you know, it scared the hell out of you. You know, it's, it's pretty scary. But you're, you're putting your life at risk in that. Oh, profession. yeah. It's yeah. it's a big time. Even the fact that I got in, I was only 150 pounds. Right, right. Because you had to carry all the equipment. Yeah, and, and, but you, yeah, you're, you know, you got to learn how to drag a 300-pound guy out of a smoke-filled building and all that. Right, it was, right. It was, but... I just had to juggle, and I hmm. thought, well, I can make money doing this. Had you seen someone making money? How'd you know that even that was juggling was a thing you could make money at? I, I had no idea. <laughs> I just figured out, because ever since I was a kid, like probably the 14, 15, I wanted to figure out a way to travel. So okay. I love traveling, and, and right. coming from a big family, it was okay to go hitchhiking. 
Right, at that time too. Yeah, because it was safe. The 70s, yeah. you know, yeah. you're 70, it's like nowadays, 1970. Nowadays, someone hitchhiking, you yeah. go, I'm not. Yeah. But I'd always go that. with somebody. And, yeah. you know, we uh, were going to a place and we had no cell phone, we had a phone number. Right, 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 right. We didn't have cell any phones. Yeah. No, no cell phone. So uh, you'd call your parents when you got there to let them know that you. Yeah. I used to hitchhike down to California. So I had this, this traveling thing. I just loved it. I loved it. Yeah. And so, and then I'm like, well, man, I could. I could maybe make money doing this and, and, and juggling. And if, so if the more I juggle, the better I get, the more money I can make. Right, right, may right. be able to make a living. And then somebody told me about New Orleans. So when you practice, would yeah. you practice for hours at a time? Hours. Would someone show you or you just kind of... It was just me. Yeah. I didn't have anybody to show so me. So it was anything. just balls at the time? When did you start with clubs? Yeah, three balls. Three balls, four balls. Or would you and have then, like cigar like, boxes or hats? Then I, or? I made the clubs that... Um, Oh, Carlo. From Carlo the, from the Clorox. Uh, the Clorox bottle or yeah. the little toy club. Right. And you get the dowel and you put the rubber thing on. Right, right, right. And it just beat the hell out of your knuckles. You know, it didn't matter. So you made the clubs from the from the, the ones from Carlo. From yeah, the Carlo. With the, and they were, yeah, 18 inch, whatever. Um, yeah, because there were the toy uh, bowling pins you could get, which were really short. Pin. Right, really and short. you cut off the end and you put a dowel in there. Yeah. They weren't bad. It was okay, yeah. yeah. They, My they, first were the, ju- the Juggle Bugs. Remember those better. better bugs? Yeah, yeah they were better. still pretty yeah, they uh, hard on the hands. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, they were sort of the the whammo or the you know the right right the entry level to the real clubs. Pretty much. Well, yeah. to get real clubs was a whole that was a whole story by itself. Yeah, I, I think my first set was, was just, uh, Todd Smith. Yeah, Todd back won in the, the day. One. That was eighty one, right? Todd, yeah, eighty. He was in I, Cleveland. He just started the business. Yeah, right? I think so. Because we got some Cleveland of the first. We got the the big. Because uh, we'd seen Air Jazz use the bigger American style clubs. American style. And we we got those right you know, the big bigger plastic ones. Right. Yeah. But yeah, the um, but what changed everything, of course, was to I was in Salem, so Eugene came. Over. Right. Right. And so oh, the festival, the juggling convention yeah. in Eugene. And back when it was called a convention, now the it's convention. a festival. Yeah. Right. The convention. So it's well, that was seventy eight or something. 78. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I remember I, my first was 80. Yeah. And I remember hearing about, there was one in LA that I missed. Right. And then there's one in, in, in Oregon in 78, yeah. I probably could have gone to. 78 and yeah. 81 was Cleveland. And then 82 was Fargo. So that was your first IGA was the Eugene, Eugene one? Eugene. And then I went. And who do you remember seeing there? Anybody stand out as memorable? Hovey and. Hovey Burgess? Passing 10 with Judy. Uh, Judy Finelli, yeah. You know, she lives here in, in pretty close. I've heard. Yeah, I've heard. That's the last time I saw her. It was it's like 45 years ago. They yeah, were passing were, 10, they were trying 10 clubs. Yeah, I see her all the time. Yeah. Yeah, so if you ever want, we can arrange a, a visit and go down. Oh, that could yeah. be cool. That yeah, could be sure. cool. And at that point, like say, I was doing three balls, four balls, just pr- trying to work on five. Have you been doing any performing by then, or that's still early in the... Still early, right. Just about after that, almost right after that, then I practiced even more, of course, and I got the clubs. Right. And then I ordered some Jay Green. Okay. A year later, when I was still practicing with the the sticks, I still hadn't gotten my... Nine nine months, Jay Green still hadn't gotten clubs. Okay. Got the money back. I heard about about Dubai. (laughs) Real clubs. It took six months to get those. Right, right. So by then... I was still juggling these beater things, and then I got you know the Dubai, which were like, my God! So I'd yeah. already been juggling my almost two years. So now I'm almost to three years, and I started. I had some musician friends who were playing in bars. Okay. Because I live with a musician, and um, so I do breaks, intermission, and right? I pass the hat. Nice. Just in different bars and just yeah, a few so minutes had, of juggling. Yeah. Then I went. Oh, I could do it over there too, and just walk in. 
and, and I had a couple of regular places, I would make about a hundred dollars in three three different bars. It's not bad for a night's nice work. A week. A week. A week. Oh, okay. Hundred bucks a week. I that was a night. Like, oh, that's no, that's a week. No, a hundred dollars a <laughs> right. week back then. But this is still the late seventies, early eighties. So. Yeah, this is yeah, this is uh, yeah, like seventy nine or eighty. It's like seventy nine. You could so, live on that back in the day. Well, my rent was thirty seven dollars a month. Wow. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm living. I could do one show and pay for the rent for them. Yeah, this right, right, is right. yeah, this is. It was. So, but then you're talking about going. So then you finally go to New Orleans. Is that was that when the real street performing kind of starts? And after, yeah, did I do New Orleans? Yeah, I did New Orleans Friday. I went to New Orleans, seventy nine. I went to New Orleans in seventy nine. Okay. No, seventy eight. Right after the jungle. Then I went to New Orleans, and I made a hundred bucks in like two hours on Bourbon Street. Now, were you doing like circle shows? You're just kind of juggling with the hat. Just out juggling front? and the hat out front. Right, right, right. I couldn't talk. I was okay. so I was so shy. I couldn't talk. even if I did. I didn't have any routines, and they're all drunk. Right, right. So I'm trying to react, maybe react, react to them. I do stuff like smash my head, and they, uh, uh, they laugh. Right, just visual, visual. Yeah, stuff. all visual. Throw it really high, and I worked. I just basically practiced. Yeah, and got paid. I don't know what you call that style because if you look at the, the street performing, I think they call it like walk by or yeah, walk yeah, past. yeah, well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a visual thing, and they walk by, and then right, when, right. When sometimes uh, one one person said. Uh, yeah, the, the heckling was, you know, it was incredible. Women in dresses and, you know, some wild, sure. wild. We're talking New Orleans. We're talking New about Orleans, Jackson Orleans, Square or? Right on Bourbon Street. On Bourbon Street, yeah, yeah. Between the, the really wild section and down by the jazz, right, right. you know, jazz clubs. It's one of those unique places like in America where if you said, well, what places should you see in the United States? Yeah. I'd say New Orleans because it's a unique. Completely. Yeah. Unique. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's every everything, every kind, whatever you want and to do. Definitely the smell on Bourbon Street is unique. <laughs> you can you yes. bottle that and go, where is, it, where is that? Well, that's Bourbon Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah, it's, and, it's, yeah, there's that and, and urine alcohol, and, yeah, yeah. and all of the, ooh, yeah. nasty. Yeah, the, 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 the props got dirty real fast. Yeah, because you were out on the street. You were out on the street. Gasoline, yeah. oil. Because they Any other performers there? Because Jackson Square was a pretty big spot. I saw Cellini. Okay, the, the magician, the magician yeah, Cellini, classic. Cellini, an incredible guitar player. It was just amazing, and they're right working right on Bourbon Street. Yeah, no jugglers except for Moonbeam. That's not, a, I think way I even back. Know that he name. Moonbeam. Moonbeam. Okay, he went back to he moved to Spain, but Moonbeam had the crowd. He had a circle. And right, watched what he was doing to get the circle and all, and then Doctor Hot came along. Oh, hot neon. Hot and neon. Hot neon. Yeah. And then was they that, came along, and I went, "Oh man!" Like that was Steve Mock and Steve George Mock and, Ga Gavin, and Gavin, Bill, Bill, Bill. What's his last name? Gavin, Calvin? Bill, Gavin, yeah, Gavin. Steve Mock, Steve Mock, right? Yeah. And I, saw, I never saw them, but I, I watched the one video of them, yeah. where they're passing the ukuleles or something and playing. Guitar. Oh yeah, I heard about that routine. Yeah, yes. they probably weren't doing it on the street. No, they weren't. Doing they anything. were a little before us, and they were they were quite well known. Then they kind of disappeared. Then they went to Amsterdam. Yeah, where I stayed. I stayed with them later. That's a later story. Okay. Saw them later. They were great. They were wonderful. When I, well, we'll talk about that later. And so that was like a, a team routine where you're always kind of interested because, of course, you're, you're most well known for working in a team. With a team. And then I met a guy. His name was, and I didn't know how to speak. I was too shy. Right, right, right. And I met him there. Like a couple of days later, he showed up. Eric Haber. Okay. And Big uh, Bob. Bob, you know, Bob. Bob Wickham? No. no, not Big uh, Bob Basketball. He didn't come. Oh, uh, Bob Nickerson. Nickerson. Okay. It was a friend of his, actually. He he said uh, Eric Haver was his name, and I met him, and I went, you know, Eric, 
could I just team up with you and we can do some passing? Right. Because I, I could pass. I learned, I skipped that in Eugene. I, down there, I learned how to pass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody showed me that 3310 and all that, the old thing, 3310. Sure. We can do maybe a 3310 with torches because I had the torches by then. Okay. And because uh, it was like two two years between getting the clubs and all. Right, right. And uh, so we did it, We did that and we did a couple things and we. he gave me a couple of lines because I was. Definitely. So you had like no like performing experience like in high school drama or Nothing. public speaking. I was t- terrible. Right. I, I couldn't even, yeah. So I always thought of you as kind of a that. straight silent guy anyways yeah. when you worked with Woodhead. Right. You, I was better that way, yes. Yeah. I, lo- I love com- silent comedy. Right, right. my heroes, of course, were, you know, Laurel and Hardy. And right. I always thought of you as the Dean Martin to his Dean Jerry Martin Lewis. is, you know, right, right. my hero, Dean, and you know, Johnny <laughs> Carson, later years. But, yeah, silent so you teach. So that was your first your first yeah, partner. Was learning how, yeah, that was that was only like a week, and then, then he decided to go to the Key West. Okay, and I went oh Key West. Oh, so All I right. hitchhiked. I hitchhiked to Key West. Another classic performance. Yeah, spot. Went, to, went to Key West, and yeah. he was there. And then I met Ed and Mimi that same year, seventy eight. Who he, she's the one who set up that GoFundMe account for me. I've known them for. 40 I, don't, years. I don't know. I don't know them, but she's but anyway, an old friend then. Oh, very old friend. Yeah. They were there. Michael, magical, mystical Michael was there. Okay, I know him. Yeah, for sure. Will Soto. No, 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 Will. Yeah, but he was but he's there. The, he's still there, right? He's still there. Like he's, thirty some odd years later, he's, still. He's longer than that. <laughs> yeah. Slack rope walker. Yeah, and then occasional bagpiper that everybody hates. And there they perform like a, just in the evenings. Like just the evenings, you got a show. You can get a show before the sunset, but it was also the sunset show. Right. You had to had time it perfectly. Yeah. As the sunset going down, which we learned. So all the learned. shows are basically going at the same time. Same time. Yeah. And it appears only 100, yard, 100 yards long, maybe. Are you using amplification at that point? Probably no speakers, just sort of. Just oh yeah, there was no speaker. You yeah. just I had like uh, I had three clubs, three torches, and I joined forces with Eric again. Right. And so we made I made some enough money to, to live meagerly, you know. Sure, but you're paying your dues. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I certainly did. Oh my god. <laughs> well, uh, you got to go through those times, right? It was yeah, but it was that's all I had and that's all I knew. So uh, you were committed good, at that point to being completely. A yeah. yeah, and then Ed Ed said, you know. All you have to do is, you know, look over their heads, because you got a circle, you got the right. whole circle, and you want to look. There are people behind you too, so you have to do the circle thing. Yeah, you got to turn, and all you have to do is look over their heads. You don't have to look at them, but if, if you just look at the people behind, they feel included. Right, right. So the, the whole thing with a circle is a big deal, and then to hold them, then you need a big trick. So he's got the beginning, middle, and end. Right, that right, whole right. deal. So that's when he, I got this whole thing about the beginning, middle, and end. So I needed a routine. So basically, I learned from that, and then I ended up going back to Salem, got another job, practiced, found an old friend, right. and practiced more. Then got the five ball thing, and I started you know, working on bouncing and stuff like that. And then I went back to New Orleans that next year and met Woody. Right. And what street? So, okay, so was he doing shows? How, what, how'd that... No, uh... that was really interesting. He, okay. uh, he was traveling with Tom Murphy, and okay. Murphy was married Murph. to Linda, right. and Benji Morantz was married to Jeannie, okay. and they were all traveling in Murphy's van, and they're going to tour the country and street perform. Okay. And the first trip was New Orleans. So I saw those four, and I'm right in front of Jackson Square, and I looked over, and there's like, there's four people passing club. This is how they're getting a crowd. Right. They're doing like a box, doing a line, dropping a lot, but you know. Yeah. And they're, I was like, oh my God, I couldn't believe it. And then 
I was doing a show and I kind of had some speaking things I was doing. I really did, so they know what I was doing. But I'm making 100 bucks a day and I'm eating fine. And I, sure. I have a place that's really cheap to stay in. I'm all my own, you know, which I, I just thoroughly loved it. Yeah, because you had the big family, so finally you're out on your own and yeah, not and having to share stuff. And yeah, well, your... <laughs> I suppose. And I, yeah, and the family never really gave me any, you know, you can't do that. I heard that a lot. Right, right. Yeah, uh, early yeah, not, on. No support. Like, yeah, you can't, yeah. Being a juggler didn't seem like a thing that really people yeah. could do. Even my right. older sister. Well, are you still doing that juggling thing? You're like, yeah, I think, yeah, I'm still doing the juggling thing. <laughs> That's a later story. Right. With the, yeah. Anyway, so I run into this guy who had seen with those people was Woody right and they're all like five of them because I'd watched their, their show a couple of times was he was he Woodhead at that time or he was he had just done the workshop with Garbo and uh you know the clown uh, uh Bob Berkey Bob Berkey thank yeah. you and they were doing the thing in, up there so he had just done yeah that's the antique arts yes yeah I think Michael Motion might have been a part of that as well probably was yeah and Wood, Woodhead and, and Murphy had just done that workshop okay that I found out later and I walked by Woody, and I'd seen him with those guys. And I walked by him the next day or something, and I went by and went, were you the guy with the people juggling? And he's like, yeah, my, Mark, my name's Mark Keppel. And I went, oh, yeah, okay. So we got talking. And he said something about he was doing this workshop with, with this guy Garbo. And I said, well, I know Garbo because I was at the juggling yeah. convention. And Eugene. Yeah, and he Garbo. was head of championships yeah. and all that shit. He was Because I did the competition there then. Uh, juniors, I got second place. Thank you. <laughs> that, but that was a different with format balls, back then, right? With three balls. Right, 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 right. With only with three balls. But that was a different format back in that yeah, day. Completely. Yeah, you had to Once be under three, three, under three years of juggling in that whole deal. Right, because they changed it to be under yeah. 18 because people would say, well, I've only seriously been juggling for three years. <laughs> I've been juggling for 10, but oh. only seriously. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. That's why they got really good. Yeah, yeah. They got really good. But he, he mentioned that whole deal. And then this is what happened. I was going to go to Key West again. Right. And I got this ride with this guy named Matthew. It was kind of a juggler, and he was a hippie guy, and and I go to, and he goes, well, I'm going to go pick up somebody else and share the gas because I'm going to share the gas, and it's Woodhead. Oh, okay. Woody comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's the other guy. I went, oh, this is interesting. So he wasn't he wasn't going to keep traveling with no, that he's group. Just, no, he, no, he just stopped go, going with those guys. Right. They probably kicked him out because he's he's Woodhead. What, he's, <laughs> he's Mark then Marky. He was oh, Marky. Oh, okay, Marky. He's Marky. Right. He's a little, a little yeah, yeah, Marky. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening, sorry, Marky. And they go, wow, he's he's got a guitar. He's playing his guitar. And I mean, man, that's a nice guitar. That's a Martin. He's got a Martin guitar. Right. I'm like, man, you're you're a guitar player. And so we're like, hey, man, why don't why do you play the guitar? Because I'm not really good at this deal yet and, right right and you just play guitar and i'll juggle well let's just see how it works you know right and going to key west you're yeah, in so key the west, car, yeah on the, the way there yeah. yeah on the way there and i said well do you do you have a name and he said well you took this when he told me about the clowning and he did this uh, professor woodhead sex education teacher okay so he started as professor woodhead professor woodhead right, and, right. and i was i wasn't waldo at that point because he came with Woodhead, he was like Woody. Later, we came up to Waldo Woodhead. Thing. Right, right, right. But that was sort of like, okay, since he's Woodhead, I want something with a W as yeah, well. And yeah, and he went, well, what about Waldo? We hadn't done that yet, but right. Waldo, Cousin Waldo from Mr. Magoo, Cousin Waldo, Waldo Woodhead. I said, that sounds good, Waldo and Wood, Waldo and Woodhead. Yeah, definitely a good name. That's a good sound, Yeah, WW. But so we got there, the first show, next day when we got there, bombed. Okay. Got a crowd. Everybody <laughs> left. Just everybody walked away. Right, right, right. Just couldn't and, hold them. And somebody came. This was the moment. This was the moment. 
somebody came along and go, hey, when are you guys starting the show? Right, right. And you'd already been, you'd already been going for a few minutes. I'm looking at her, this girl. <laughs> there's like two people still there. I said, this is the show. We're doing the show like, right, oh. right now. Right, right. <laughs> well, we're all done with the show. There are like two or three people. Yeah. We're done. We're, yeah, sorry. We're, we're done. So we had to figure out a yeah. way to, okay, we're sectioned off. The, here's it, section A, section B. Get them to clap. Right, right, okay, right. Okay, everybody goes, get them to clap. Okay, we'll get them to clap. Yeah. Do a trick, get them to clap. Right. I'd never seen anybody do that, but I was like, it didn't seem like, because I had a couple of good Because you got to build the crowd. Yeah, you got to yeah. build a crowd. Because we talked to Magical Mystical Michael, who said, you got to get a crowd. Right. You start a That's crowd. step one. Is, is step one to get, get the Get that base. Yeah, get the base. Get, because, the, get the base to help you get a bigger base. Right. And because those are the people that are going to pay you. Right, because they're the most invested are the yes, early exactly. People. They've been right. there, so you want to get at least. I said, once you get five, you'll have ten. Right, right. Do something else. Do a trick. Yeah, you'll have twenty. Now you got at least those twenty people who are there at the beginning who will give you some money. Sure. And if you can hold them long enough, you'll get yeah. a bigger crowd and you'll make more money. And if you can get those first people, first people sitting, even better. Even better. Because then they're committed. If the sitting was yeah. Yeah, that was a different. Yeah, yeah. I, I always felt that there was some kind of seating. I don't care if it was a log or a curb yeah. or whatever. You get that group sitting, and other people see and that. They're not going to go anywhere. They're not going anywhere. Those people are still. yeah, but other people are also seeing those people. That, oh, there, there's something going on because they're sitting to watch that. Right. They so it committed. must be good. Yeah. yeah. Gee, it must be good. No matter. Right. 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 Mediocre. I can stand in the back. At least those people are. are <laughs> yes. And then they're kind of trapped because other and then people they're behind trapped. them. And then they can't get out. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to tra- trap you the audience. Trap them. More people you trap, the more money you get. Yeah. Make. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Oof. And like you said about having some kind of storyline, like, hey, stick around for the ending when we're going to do X, Y, or Z. Yeah, that's the oldest trick is you want to ch- stay in the ending, the big tricks at the ending. I never personally liked asking for applause. Sure. I hate it. Feels, it feels I, needy. I, yeah, I could. Yeah. Just at the beginning, I went, well, I'll do it at the, at the beginning to get the people. You got to get the people. Sure. You got to make the noise. The best thing, nobody had torches. I'm lighting up a torch. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm going to do, do torches at the end of the show. Yeah. Something like that. I'm going to fire. Yeah, I'm going to oh, do the free torches yeah. right now. You do that. You, you do fire. It's the oldest trick. People will come over. Sure. Oh, it's fire. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're doing that at the end of the show. He starts the guitar. And, and we and we made about the same as if I was doing it. But by splitting, you mean? Or yeah, just we're splitting the, yeah. it. And, and, uh, you're still making about the same? I, well, I was making half as much because okay. I would make the same. <clears throat> right, right, right. So you weren't making double. Yeah. Yeah, you know. But did you feel, how did you feel like working with someone at least had that benefit of... But I had a crowd. I'm in it, I'm in it with someone together. Yeah. Did you feel that kind of camaraderie? And then you can talk about it. Yeah. Right. And then if you, it's just by yourself, you're like, oh, okay, when well, I was... Right. Because I mean, yeah, the thing right. about having a partner is then, you know, you go out, you count the money together. Maybe you go out to have a meal together. Yeah, you eat together, yeah. And you're it's, not alone in this world, like... Yeah. Although, yeah. Although I did have Ed and Mimi, when we right. would do the shows, I'd go with them, and then and they were watching, and then and Ed would give me advice, uh, which turned into a, like a lifelong friend. Like when I got hit by the truck, they said you can come, I can come down there and live as long as I wanted okay. to get okay. It's like no, don't even. Think yeah, we'll get that because that yeah, was yeah, a yeah, major was, thing. In that was a major thing. You got into a bad accident. Yeah, yeah. and if you stick around, we'll <laughs> talk <laughs> about that at the end. <laughs> See, I'm, yeah. I'm using the psychology to keep the oh. podcast. Uh, that was incredible. These guys were great street performers. You should have seen them in their prime. We were. We, we had one show. I remember uh, uh, Scott Houghton was talking about that. We had one show in Jackson Square, where we we stopped the whole square, right? Oh yeah. And he was still talking about it. He says, "I still remember that show back in 1981." Oh, I believe it. Because we didn't do we didn't do much there, right? But we were. I forget how we ended up in New Orleans at one point. 
and uh, we were there for a couple of days. Yeah. And we thought, man, this is a legend. Well, we place. you know we always had trouble with the, the vendors. You always had to right, pull right, the right, people right. up. Yeah. You always had to keep between every show. You have to pull the vendors up. Then you'd have to warn everybody about the pickpockets. Right. The pickpockets <laughs> were everywhere. Yeah. And the cops would come over and go, "Man, hey, Walt," because I met, I knew the, the co- I made friends with the cops. And right, right. You got to make friends with the cops. They said, "I'm, I'm just street performer. Everything good. I put the hat down." They said, "You, you got to tell the people about pickpockets. They're everywhere." I've already had two complaints about a pickpocket in your crowd. Like, right, right, right. Because whenever there's a crowd, there's going to be they're pickpockets. all over the place. Yeah, they're all over the place. It's, it's not dangerous. everywhere, but New Orleans especially New Orleans, was man, sort of was, uh, a dangerous was, place. I could tell you about the, 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 the Scotty Hop was in the show I did too with the gun. What? Tell what's that story? Okay, that's a good story. Bert, uh, Scotty was there. He was, we're talking about New Orleans. New Orleans, right? yeah. yeah it, this oh, is, so you go from Key West. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where you, you meet Woodhead. You put the show together. For the show, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then does so so that stick together? I think, no, no, but the, um, it was the next year. Okay, but then it, so you decide. Okay, we're doing this in Key West. Yeah, so and then we're all, the team we're all done. Oh, that's all. You're all done. Yeah, we're all done. So it yeah. wasn't like a team we formed went to then. Key, no, we went okay. to Key West. He was staying with some girl. His girlfriend kicked him out, and he. Got a bus and took off. Okay. He left. Right, right. He didn't like it. It was enough. He, you know. So it wasn't like the team started then. Yeah, it was that. Because you guys had a long run, but it didn't start that time. Not until 83. Okay. Not until 83. So I'm, now I go back to the, I go back to New Orleans and I'm back over there and it was right about that same time. Yeah, about that same time. Doing a show and I had a, I had a volunteer routine with these musical instruments. I do a trick, they, they they make a sound. Okay. It's okay. I had, a, I had a great crowd, man. I was cooking. And I couldn't get the fourth kid. I had little kids. And I had them jumping and stuff. And that's eh, nice and cute. And the parents like to see their kids sure, jumping sure. around. But it's this guy who wants to do the last musical instrument. And I do go through there. The first one, the second one, the third one. Now I come to the next guy. What's your name? Whatever his name was. Ralph or something. But he's like an adult. He's an adult. Yeah. 40 years old. Okay. Decent looking guy. Right, no, right. I'm not going to get a. I'm Didn't look like a street a, person. No, no, yeah. he, he looked pretty good. He looked, he's in good shape. Normal. Decent shoes. You could tell by a man's shoes. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I saw that in a movie. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Nobody looks at a man's shoes. Sure. Shawshank Redemption. Um, Great movie. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so he, I'm doing it. I'm doing the thing, and he goes, Oh, I got something better for the noise. Wait, for what? You mean, Oh, oh, I got something that makes more noise. Uh oh. Right. Uh oh. And he was referring to his uh, gun. Yeah. So he pulls his shirt up. And he's got a gun. As he's a, got a gun right here. I'm like, that's a that's a buzzkill. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So everything slows down. Everything's slow. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, really slow. Yeah. I look over. Matthew's right here. He saw the gun. He takes off for the cops. I already know what he. Scott Howard's just standing, sitting. Right, right. Scotty and Bertie McLean are sitting right there. Great duel. They're like, I'm kind of looking at them. Thinking maybe they could dive roll and get this guy. <laughs> Take him down. I'll, t- I'll tell you what he said at the end. The guy puts his hand on the gun. I'm going, oh, God. Right, right. Who's he going to shoot? He's going to shoot me. These sure. people think it's part of the show. Right, right, they, right. Of course they did. Yeah, yeah, sure. They, they don't know what to do. They, don't, they have no yeah. idea. Like I'm a street performer. I hire a guy. And I yeah, yeah. So he takes the gun out. I'm going, oh, God. So right. If I run, he's going to start shooting. He's going to kill people. I say, well, this is the way to go. But I've died on stage. I'll be famous. And I start to turn like, oh. Oh, God. Oh, shit. And I'm looking at this guy. And I see him do this. He's moving his hands up. Right, right. He puts it up in the air, and I look back at him, because I, peripherally I could see what he's doing. He moved it up. That's about two seconds. Yeah, from the, here, from the belt up and off to the sky. Point straight up. And he goes, he, sh- he actually shot the gun he out. He shot the gun off. Right. Find yeah. out it's a thirty-eight later. And the cops, 
Matthew hadn't gotten the cops yet, but the cops told me after this whole thing, they went, oh, no, that's a weird sound. That's not it. Yeah. Is he in his show? Right, right, right. They're, in, they're there all the time looking for pickpockets, the cops. Two big guys come in, and they grab the gun. They're like, and they come in, and it's like... The big two big cops. Yeah, the two big about. cops come in, grab the guy's gun, and they're just standing, and they're both looking at the gun, and I'm saying, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, yes, that was a real gun. I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> it's a real gun. I have a big crowd. I'm like, it was like $50 show, which is a lot for Yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. In 79, it's a lot of money. And what so is every it? show from then on, you get a guy with a gun. <laughs> you get a guy with a gun. <laughs> no, he pulls out his wallet. The guy with the gun. Guy with the gun and gave me a dollar. <laughs> before he gets pulled, before he gets taken before, away. Then they, they see his real bullet and then they handcuff him. Oh, man. And everybody's, and everybody's like, no, really? It was, a, see? <laughs> I'm like, no, that was a real gun. See, they're taking him away. He gave me a dollar. The guy, who, the gun. Really? And then they just mingled away, and then I went over to get my stuff. I put, was that real? Was that real? I said, yes. I was like, oh, man. And then I had to make a report. Right, 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 right. Because I had to do this report in this, in this back alley, right at Jackson Square. Yeah. They got him handcuffed to some posts because they're redoing the inside of the church where I was playing in front of the church. Yeah, yeah. Not the big church, but the building next to it. And he's screaming at me. Man, I should have killed you. Oh, man. I should have shot you, man. He's a juggler. You don't have to... <laughs> I'm, just, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, Jesus. Is he gonna be? Is he gonna get out? He said, No, no, no. He'll be away a long time. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> I was like, God, I didn't do it. I'm just juggling, man. What's wrong? I should have killed you, man. I'm not. Yeah. So he was nutty. That was it. Oh. Yeah. And then I saw Scotty right after. That. I said, Scotty, why did you guys come up and help me? He said, I wanted to see how you handled it. Right, but Scott's not, not exactly a giant guy. So no, well, the well, the two of them could have. The two of them. You and Bertie could have tackled the guy. <laughs> well, I said, well, we didn't know if it was a real bullet. Right, know? right, right. But uh, yeah, we wanted to see what, how you got out of it. Yeah. I said, I could have died, but you would have been famous. <laughs> maybe it's a dead. Or maybe we just winged, boy, maybe we just winged you. Boy, he really died on stage. Yeah, it would have been the famous guy who died. We never stage. had a situation like that, but me and Barry, oh. we, were, we were in New York one time. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we're doing a show. Good one. And... Uh, also, this guy runs out of this office building and he's carrying some kind of equipment, like maybe a copy, you know, some kind of machine, like typewriter or whatever it was. And so he runs out and like, okay, the crowd kind of turns that way. All of a sudden, every whole big crowd starts running after the guy. So he must have stolen something. Yeah. And then they all start peeling off because he runs around the corner. And then we're just left by ourselves. <laughs> like, I guess we can't compete with the, uh, the burglary in progress. Oh, man, that's a good one. I mean, that's not a good It one. wasn't any danger to us, though. It's yeah, just, yeah. It just took, we're from a big crowd well, to zero crowd. You would have had 200 bucks, and now you know. Nothing. Yeah, or maybe. Cause well, we yeah, weren't, well, yeah, we weren't killing it back then on New York. But New York was tough for us. We were only there for a little bit, and that wasn't... Uh, yeah, well, that was in the, the Arsene year. We, yeah, we went to Cleveland. Right, so let's go back to the... Yeah. So, this, so you're, you're, you're doing back in New Orleans. You, you and Woodhead... Has just had that one brief yeah, yeah, yeah. thing and, in Key and West. Then, and then with these friends and Mimi, and I got kind of inspired because I saw Nick Newland. Okay. Who's a, a magician. Jungler, a musician, yeah. Nick a magician, Newland, wasn't he? He was a musician, yeah. Penny Whistle, he did Renaissance Fair. He was a magic guy, Nick Newland. No, that's Nick. That's different. Different, okay. Nick Nicholas. Okay. That's Nick. Yeah, this right. guy was a Renaissance Fair guy, but he gave me an address in France, and I heard about... People Street performing in Pompidou. Because he told right. me about this place in Pompidou and going to Paris. 
Okay. So I went. And this is the next year. This is like the next year in December. Right, and you're keen on traveling. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to go to Europe. I kind of got it together. Right. I had enough money to, because you got to have to have a round trip ticket. Right. They wanted, because so Nick Lewin, he's Niccolo. Nick Lewin. He could be. Right, and he was married to... Uh, Another lady, and they did rent fairs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, you, of course, yeah, you I worked for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. had to work with him. Yeah. And, because um, he was fluent in French, but he gave me this this Irish woman that would let you stay and rent a room for like $5 right. a night or something. And I went, okay, well, I had, I didn't have a lot of money. So I put it in traveler's checks. Then I said I lost the traveler's checks. So I got fake traveler's checks. So it looked like I had twice as much money. For, for what to reason? go to Paris. Oh, I see. Because you had to show them you had money. When money. You were, yeah. Because I only had a one-way ticket and I only had enough money for one-way right. ticket. You had to show and them that you weren't going to be a bum when you were there. Right. Right. And all my stuff fit into one bag. So they didn't see that I had a bunch of stuff. Right, right. Because by, back then, they didn't have that problem because I didn't see any jugglers in Paris. Yeah. I didn't see anybody juggling. Right, right. You know, except a, a couple of uh, French But when you travel, you didn't tell people like, oh, we're here, I'm here to street perform because no. the, the customs would be like... No, uh, no. I don't say any of that. Because yeah. yeah. I, I talked to Nick. He told me what to do, yeah. what not to say. Don't be obvious. You know, you have to have the money. And when you get to Paris, you don't take any shit. Right. Because like, if you're on the street, you have to have a kind of a persona of... You can't be too wimpy. You can't be it's wimpy. Not, it's not a, a thing gonna, that wimpy people are going to you're going to set up next to yeah. this lady who's sitting in a recliner, heavily, a, a large woman, who's not going to like you, and she's going to scream at you. Right. Because the husband it wears black, he's got a red headband, and you're going to set up right next to him, and they're going to scream at you. Right. Because they're vendors of some sort. And, and they are street performer, uh, glass, fire oh, right, 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 okay. A fakir. A fakir. A fakir. Yeah. Right. And they don't want any competition. They don't want you next to them. Right, right. They want to, you know, want to scare you. They want to, and you're not going to go anywhere. You're going to do this. <laughs> Flipping the burger. Flipping the burger. Right. That's what you, you're just going to do that. Right. Because you have as much right to be there as they do. They're not going to do anything to you. Right. And if they come over, you got your torch. Right. You light your torch up and you just sit there. Okay. I'll take you. Yeah. And, but I'm fine with that. I was sure. fine. I, I, I had no problems with that. Right, right. I wasn't afraid of anything. I was well, it's not, you can't be intimidated on the street, no. either by the crowd or by... Because it, it takes a certain amount of guts to even just want attention on the street and to get a crowd and pass the hat and have yeah. money on you. To go, yeah. just to do, be there at that moment. Sure, with, uh, with nothing but really in really, your pocket. I got that. There some fake traveler checks. 300 bucks. Left. Right. So I forced myself to make money. Sure. Rather than chicken out and go, okay, I'll take that money and buy a one-way ticket. Because back then, you get a one-way for $200. Right, right. So you could have gone home. I could have gone back. Yeah. But I'm like, no, I, I'm not going to do that. I, I got to do. I got to figure this out. I got to do this. So now you have the language barrier on top of everything else. Everything else. I'm silent. I'm doing a little... Cup. And I made Arsene within like three days. Right. So we're talking Arsene Dupont. Arsene Dupont. Yeah. DDA was his name. His right. real name is DJ. He's had, he's had a few names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Another great IGA character that oh, he a lot was, of people yeah. know. Yeah, 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 yeah. How many times I we went to the festival, he wasn't there. He said, where's Arsene? Where's Arsene? What about <laughs> he me? Was, he was the charming French guy. Oh, he was funny. He was funny. Yeah. Naturally funny. And he had gone to like a circus school. He and... was going to Fratellini Circus School. Yeah. So, so, so he saw you or how, how did you got? He was in the crowd. He was right in yeah. the crowd. And, and he, he came, came up and introduced himself. Yeah, and... he said, brother, uh, yeah. I am the uh, uh, what is you and I was Waldo at the time I was Waldo you were my brother I was, yeah, I was, I was Waldo because Woody yeah Woody and I did the Waldo thing okay. so you were calling yourself Waldo at that Waldo. time right I was Waldo and you became kind of Waldo like in real life like people they don't they 
Well, yeah. they'll know you as Waldo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, or Wally, if a friendly or... Right, right, right. Out in Hawaii, my name's Wally, a lot of people call me yeah. that. But he came up and he's going, yeah, Brazil, it's just fantastic juggling. I mean, it was so thick. Right, right. It was really hard to understand what he was saying. <laughs> really thick, really thick. Yeah. And he still is like, after 40 years, he still has that fake... I think he... Well, he's got the fake accent. He likes He's it. still doing it. Yeah. You're still doing it. <laughs> I'm talking to you. Yeah. Um, he gave me a nickname. He called me Piece of Cake. Oh, a Piece of Cake. Yeah, I was yeah. Bring, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're doing the thing, the thing you did with the ball. I, mean, I don't know if you, anybody's ever seen his three ball thing where he goes up and down and sideways and all that stuff. Hey, a Piece of Cake. Because I used to say that, oh, that trick's a Piece of Cake. Piece of Cake. Oh, you want a Piece of Cake. You want a Piece of Cake. Brazier, you want a Piece of Cake. This is amazing, huh? Um, what a great guy, yeah. I'll get him on the podcast one of these days. Yeah, so. I try to call him every time his, his uh, answering machine is full for like years. Is it? You can't leave a message because he's it's like oh, out so of memory. I don't even. I don't even. Set oh, mine. I try to call. I don't even set mine up. I get the number, then I call back. I see. I see. But after three days, yeah, he goes. I'm. Uh, oh, he talked to me. And he's going. Oh, I'm. I'm at the Fratellini Circus School. Right. Famous and clown. Fratt- yeah. yeah. Famous. The daughter of one of Paul Fratellini's famous clown trios. Yeah. The most famous. You know the three. What do they call those clowns over there? You know the those. Well, the the style style of clown. Yeah, the Fratelli clowns. Yeah, they, the, they, yeah, they, yeah. That, that style of clowning. Yeah. A circus school. Oh, so you practice here? I'm like, you have a practicing spot? I was like, oh yeah, it's a circus tent. I'm like, can I come? I said, oh man. And then I became a member. Okay. And we'd practice eight hours every day, all day. Right, right, right. He, he had a three three ten. Yeah. Barely, you know, kind of a three three ten that he learned from Bill. I think Bill, uh, Doctor Hot taught him. I okay. Do a three three ten. So he was doing some juggling. Yeah, San Francisco right, right. or something. Yeah. And then we, I taught him. But he was more hour. of a clown, really, than a juggler per se. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He wasn't even clowning. He was. Yeah, he he wasn't even clowning. He wasn't doing anything really. Yeah, he used to be a thief apparently. I'm not going to mention okay. that. Maybe that he, was <laughs> he was a thief. He was. He was living on the seedy side of life. <laughs> the seedy side of life. Yeah, I thought he was a motorcycle racer at one point too. He was a motorcycle rider. Yeah. Yeah. And his and his supposedly his girlfriend at the time would like go in and grab something and hop on the bike and they'd go Oh, I see. Parts. So that was part of his... Yeah, uh, he was uh, a thief. His escape route. Okay. He, yes. Yeah. That's what I was told. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. Yes, thank you. That's why you're the interviewer. Well, because we don't get sued because our sense is very litigious. You know, very yes, yes, yes. So we I do see. that and then uh, this show came along. Barnum. Oh, all right. Right. The Barnum thing. And they have jugglers in the show. And, and there's jugglers in the show. They had one in New York and the producer saw it in New York and it was the famous guy who was in the show. And Garbo was in that show. Jim too. Dale, maybe? Or? Tim Daly. Okay. This Tim, is Daly. Tim Dale was also in it later. Yeah, okay. Jay, yeah, Tim Daly, but yeah, one of those guys. Good yeah. opera singer. I mean, the voices okay. are amazing. Anyway, Broadway singer. And they're going to do it in France. And it, it's Cirque du Verre, this famous, mm-hmm. all-time famous circus building in, by Republic right. in Paris. Beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous place. It's incredible. So they had one guy who was going to be the juggler with Arsene, and he hurt his wrist. Oh, okay. So during the auditions, they didn't have to audition. They just saw me, and I'm teaching him, and we're doing it. At that point, we're already doing every other seven, every other triple. Right, right. You're, eight, which so you were practicing eight hours a day. Eight hours a so day. So you've gotten pretty good, and this, All this, day. this opportunity comes along. You're right, and that comes along, and they go, oh, we'll hire you until this guy. Right. Heals his wrist because you had broken the guy's wrist. <laughs> I snapped his wrist one night. <laughs> right. So I said stealing stuff. You're breaking guy's wrist. <laughs> we're a dynamic okay. duo. Exactly. Oh, so you bond right away. Oh, where were we ever? Yeah. So how long? So how long was that gig then? About a month and a half. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, we rehearsal. It was very uncomfortable. The clowning. Well, you've seen the French clowns where they have the silk. Things. Right. Right. 
in a pantaloons. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh, pantaloons. Oh, horrible colors, oranges and reds. Right, right. I had to wear makeup, and it was it was horrible. But you're making money. But you're working. You're working, yeah. making money. You yeah. know. And then it quit early, so we got paid for like a month and a half because the the show died. Oh, okay. But you still got your pay. I got paid for the month and a half. We didn't work. Nice. And I said, you know, I said I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. I don't want to, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm gonna go to Toronto. Okay. Why, why Toronto? Because I heard I had a friend there, Johnny Toronto. Okay. John McCorkle. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the name. Yeah, the guy yeah. from up there never gets anywhere. He did the CN and all those Canadian yeah. things. He never came down here much. And he's up there. We're going to share. He's got a place. I'm going to share rent with him and street perform because I knew I'd heard about Toronto. So right. I, I like to go to places where nobody was at. Sure. You know? Yeah. Because these places get zooed out. They get, yeah, they get they overcrowded. Yeah, yeah, this is early, early. There right. were no other jugglers in Toronto. Okay. You know, I, I'm, so I, I'm kind of like, like yeah, I got to go to a place because, first of all, I didn't want other people to see me. I wasn't great. Right. You know, You're still I, early in your... Yeah, I, I got better. You know, I was better. Yeah. And it helped a lot being with Woody because I learned how to verbal... Chat a little bit. Do a little more verbal comedy kind of things, relationship stuff, and stayed there for months, and then I got about two months. So, but our Senate stayed back. back. He's back, okay. and he's sad and depressed. He's completely depressed when I left. Right, right. Oh, Brazil, you... You, you leave me. You cannot leave me. <laughs> we could be famous. We would be famous. Right, right. We would be Z... Arsene and Waldo. I said, no, no, no. The straight man's first. It's Waldo and Arsene. But Arsene and Waldo does sound better. Yep. Huh? Arsene and Waldo. It does sound better. It did sound better. He was right. Yeah. And I hated it. He was right. So you go to Toronto. Yeah, I go to Toronto. And I'm hanging out there. We did the Young and Dundas. Did Yorkville. Okay. Found a place at the beach on Sunday. It was great. You know, about two months in the summer. It, I, Toronto was a wonderful place. Just the weather was perfect. It was a great time. Johnny and I and this other guy, Scott, who started performing too. He started street performing. So I was giving him a little bit of things right. I had to do. Now that I was kind of knew some things. And then Woody called me out of the blue. And I said, oh, where'd you, where'd you got my phone number? I can't believe it. And this is 83. Right. The summer. And he said he wants to get to, how about if we get back together and we meet in, in New Orleans and think about in 84, right. February. And I went, yeah, okay, I like that idea. And actually right, right. be serious about doing the show. Right. I said, what other music, uh, instruments do you play? He said, well, I play the accordion. Okay. Right, right. Accordion, perfect street. Yeah. Can be heard from it has a mile its own away. application. Yeah, it's, it's really loud. Yeah. Um, I like the accordion. Yeah, it's, it's very, a, it's very versatile. Yeah, and it's not. I mean, actually, the sound is not ideal, but it's it's a pretty yeah, versatile. I mean, as long as it's tuned. I mean, his was pretty tweaky, but that made that's part of the character. Part of the comedy. It's you know, one, <laughs> one but actually, it was a concertina. He right, yeah, like, just a little one, which is even better because he's a small guy. Yeah, yeah. I More mean, you're five too. four in performing, but he's normally five two. Well, in the performing shoes. He, <laughs> yeah, he had elevator shoes. Yeah. <laughs> So I got cowboy boots. I was and you're, you're a good size. You're like close to six foot. You're six one. Yeah, okay. but I, for a while I had cowboy boots. I was six three. Okay. So he was even shorter. You want that dynamic? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. The big yeah. guy, the small guy. And I, yeah. And and then at the beginning we were, you know, we were discussing it. And we're in New Orleans, and we meet Cotton. Cotton McClune. Yeah. Yeah. And another fellow I never to, met. Yeah, yeah, another guy, but he, yeah, he just offed himself last yeah, year. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I never met Terrible. him. Terrible. Yeah, and, he was. Uh, a, that was during the COVID time. Must have gotten the depression of the completely not He's, performing. Yeah, he had and, everything. He just bought a place in Berlin. You know, he yeah. probably broke. 
but I had met him when he was like 15 in Paris. He was yeah. like 17. He was now. a dynamo, that guy. He was amazing. Yeah, this kid great was juggler. Amazing. He, he, he could do he, this show in many languages. And yeah, he, he later, yeah, he, he's fluent in German, French. Yeah. He's French. He was born in Paris. I practiced with him. He'd never done. Actually, I did it in Paris before we left. When we were there, that for back then, eighty-one yeah. or whatever. And I taught him in seven clubs. And let's do seven. Okay, let's do eight with trebles. He oh, okay, right, right. passing. Yeah, passing. Yeah. And then in New Orleans, we all lived together. So we got okay. a place together. Cotton showed up. So there were three. We got this place right, nice. on Carroll Street. Yeah, we we're going to stay there. And we're putting our putting our stick together, and we. That's when we started doing the, the little bit of the passing idea. Yeah, the idea because you're one of your famous routines is sort of a mixed passing thing. The mixed thing. You're yeah. doing three clubs, but because you're grabbing all these yeah. other objects. Well, yeah, that, I the, mean, it, it came from uh, our son and I did with three clubs. He'd throw the hat, and I right. throw the hat back and forth. We'd throw the hat, three clubs, throw a cane, throw the, he'd throw a shoe. But it all then and later I heard it was Paul. What's his name? The circus guy used to do that. Routine. Paul Bender. Paul Bender. Yeah. Did it with his old partner. Yeah, from the Big Apple Circus. Big Apple. Yeah. And they did some three club routine. I'd never seen it, but it just seemed natural. I never seen anybody do what you guys did. Which oh was no, like that was really. Yeah, we took. You had like a bird cage and an umbrella. Got, yeah, I found the bird cage. Most stuff I found. <laughs> right, right, right. It was oh yeah, I found yeah. a bird cage on the way to. Uh, Funny routine. Daniel Hall I found a bird cage. It was took the bottom off. I said, man, bird cage, perfect, beautiful. <laughs> it's heavy. It's, I mean, it's really heavy. Took the bottom out, just right. get knocked off the little screws. We got a bird cage, and then later you put feathers in it. Sure, you, sure. You got a little bird, and yeah. feathers are flying. And right. she's passing the three clubs back and forth, but you're grabbing all this other stuff. All the stuff, and yeah, and yeah. then we get Ron because we met Ron. So, that, so he becomes the drummer, right? Right in '84. Yeah. When we get together in New Orleans, yeah. He invites Ron over, and yeah. and he goes, "Well, I want to see if you want to meet this guy because he's a drummer." Yeah, but ooh, that's drummer. a good combo on the street. So three guys, one of them being a drummer. A drummer, and he plays music, the rhythm. He can do the rim shots. Yeah. And I met Ron, and he's a three D photographer. He's absolutely crazy, really funny. Right. I mean, he he would take over meals. Okay. I mean dinners. He would just like completely kill everybody. Life of the party kind of. Guy. Just oh, just amazing, right. amazing, funny. But he didn't have a lot of control during the shows. Okay. So what happened was he those two would fight. Oh, in the shows? In the shows. Right. Which is so he became Whitlow. Whitlow, yes. Right. He, he tried to come up with a name, Waldo Woodhead. And Whitlow. And then Whitlow, we're trying to figure out a name. It's like, no, Waldo Woodhead. We've got to keep Waldo and Woodhead. But if Whitlow was in the show, it would be the Waldo Woodhead show. Okay. So he was the show. I mean, I so see. when he got the bigger deal, it was the Waldo Woodhead show. Okay. So that's how he felt better. Right. It was, it was in Waldo, Whitlow, and Woodhead. Yeah. It was and the that's Waldo Woodhead show. And Whitlow was the show. Right, and Whitlow was the show. Yeah, yeah, Ron, you're the show. You're the show. <laughs> then I was the man, and then they had the card, Man About Town. Boy Man was Woody. He okay. was introduced as Boy Man. And then Whitlow was the manager. Okay. So that was a little So you started to get some character stuff happening. Yeah, so we get in the, yeah. So, that so now you're a three-person So now we're in New Boston, Orleans. Or and, now you go to now Boston. Boston. Okay. Then we moved to Boston. Okay. Died, and that's Faneuil Hall. And then we got Faneuil Hall. And we talk about Faneuil Hall. I went, oh, Faneuil Hall. Right, that's another street performing back up. Yeah, so you all the big spots. Yeah, all the big. Yeah, I heard about Faneuil Hall. Yeah, the, the place in Boston because people in New Orleans told me about it. Faneuil Hall. I said, but I'd already seen locomotion. Right. In Key West. And they were another three person. Uh, they were with uh, Flip. Yeah. And yeah, there were the three of them. Balance and Cyrus and Flip. Yeah. It's like they're up there. And then I met the Shakespeare brother. That's what the first year we moved there. Then the Shakespeare brothers, those two guys, Steve Avison. You don't know them. I know the name. Alan and Alan. Yeah. Fuck. They. I mean, they were amazing. They were really. They were amazing. Over Good name. Them. I like the name. They, they were. They did Who's on First? Like perfect. Okay. And then 
The Fantasy Jugglers. Okay. And Another followed, act that I, I heard of but didn't, never met. Amazing. Yeah. And they Rod, had a drummer. And, Rod, uh, Rod did a, a thing with a, a Congo and he'd bounce a, two balls off of the Congo and did this whole rhythm yeah. thing. Or um, uh, Dave would play the drum, full drum kit. And Lana, Lana and Reed, Lana, right? Lana, yeah. And then they do this they do this club swinging, beautiful club swinging routine. They were really good. But they were a lot nonverbal. Right. So then we we'd follow them, but it was like, man, these are these are really good acts. Those are big acts. I get they were big yeah. acts, and they were all really good. I mean, yeah. And they were getting the big crowds. I was like, I'd never seen the crowds that big. You know, you got six six people deep. Yeah. So we get we're talking like, hundreds of people. Hundreds of people. Yeah. And you know, hats were a lot. Com- consider the time. Sure, sure. But you're making a couple hundred bucks a hat, probably, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 150. Yeah. It should have been more. You know, but back but in the day, we weren't up above. You do three we or four shows, you're, you're pulling down. We're on the ground. Right, right. Yeah, because so, getting high up off the ground is another element that makes they, the bigger they, hats. They got higher and higher and higher. Yeah. You know, and then you have the, the platform acts. Yeah, the, then you get the, everybody's in the, then they got the ladders, and they got a pole, now they're up like, yeah, the pole out of Kazam, going, jeez. But you see those crowds, the crowds are done in the thousands oh, at some points. Yeah. yeah. And they're making... Yeah, I don't know how much they make, but I, it, I remember the first time more. I saw someone pass instead of a hat, more like a pillowcase. Yeah, where they had these poles, just these giant <laughs> trash bag type size I bags. I know. Yeah. yeah, or the top hat that comes out and it goes like yeah. ten feet down. Yeah, because they didn't want to see all the money that's coming out. You can't. The top. You can't. The money can't come out the top because no. then people think, oh, it's full. It's like, full. Yeah. So you'd have to. We did this sometimes. You know, sometimes we did that. A top hat only fill, held so much. Yeah. When you get past the top hat level, then you're doing pretty good. Yeah, doing pretty well. Yeah. And I got most of the money, and I wore the top hat because Woody, Woody didn't make that much. Right. Plus, you were kind of the. the I was the guy. Yeah, yeah you had they the charisma both. of the group. Yeah, I was the guy. Yeah. 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 But there's always had, one guy that's the, the big money maker. And then it had, and then it turned into a little bit of jealousy in the fact that I made the money. Right. I got the attention. Right. They took. They want to take pictures of me. Sure. And this happened. And 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 unfortunately. But you're also the sexy guy. Well, I was pretty good looking. Yeah, yeah. And I had to. You, you had know, the Dean Martin charm. Stoop, I had a stupid pants, so that you know. You, yeah, you, you had, had that, a nice that, that street performing charm. And yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm saying I think that's one of the elements of a successful yeah. street performer is that kind of coolness. Yeah, I was. I, you I were did. Cool. I look cool. You did. I, for sure. I look. I I did that because I had to get Woody to do stuff. I needed him to do. Th- he was just going through the. He played the guitar. Right. And he'd play this. He did a couple of introductions, but he didn't speak. And so I said, I had to, we have to have more put between the two of us. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because he and Whitlow were pretty good because Whitlow would purposely, and I told, told Ron, purposely cut into him. <laughs> right. Cut, uh, inter- interrupt him. That'll make him mad. And then you guys have something going on. Right, right, right. And, this is, and then I have something to do going. Right. Because you have something to react against. You need people to, to bring something to the party. Uh, See, that's why he does interviews. Well, that's why you do the Because I've been there too. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then you're pl- got to play bigger. I'm thinking, man, you got to play big. So instead of doing this little thing in France when I was juggling three balls and right, right. doing that whatever, like Cremo Cremo Jackman Chichi, yeah, 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 that guy, you know, yeah, Bobby May, Bobby May stuff. Sure, I had to be bigger. So yeah. you got to play bigger. Right? You got to do bigger. And he's going. And they, Woody got all mad one time. Goes, man, yeah, you're like taking over the show. I said, no, no, I am the show. Ah. Right, just you, you have gotta, to keep up. You have to keep up, exactly. You have to keep Don't up bring there. me down. You yeah. come up to join me. You come up, absolutely. Yeah. I was a bit. I was major. Yeah. I remember the moment too. Yeah, yeah. it was like '84. I was like, this is like the third time I said this. I said, I could do this myself. Sure, and make a hundred bucks. Right, and not I split. Have to make, we have to make three hundred bucks for me to make a hundred bucks. Right. Yeah, 
and we're making a hundred, I'm making 50 bucks a show, I can make a hundred, I could double everything yeah, I make. Yeah. I said, you got to, you have to understand, I want the best show too. Sure, because the best show can go somewhere. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah. We, Ron had lived everything. He just knew how to drum. He just, he had these rototoms and he'd go, do, do, do. I like too, like I was watching this one video, you guys, where you had a certain drum pattern when, when you were juggling. Yeah. Like even when you're doing the walk-arounds, and a certain pattern when oh. Woody was juggling. Oh. Kind of give him personality. Oh, he probably did. He I did. didn't notice. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just watching it. the video before. Oh, you did when yeah. we did the walk around. Thing? Yeah, like oh, when you when you got the clubs, he was doing one kind of sound. Right. And then when he when Woody was doing the clubs, he had another kind of sound. He had rototoms. Yeah. So kind of is that Montreal? Where we yeah, had the stupid I, pants, right? Yeah. Yeah, because the, the whole twenty-one video, twenty-one minute video, I started yeah, to watch. That's, yeah, Scotty, yeah. Scott Houghton. Exactly. It. I love that because I was doing the, the I was doing the one, the three clubs. I just because you came a little early, I wasn't able to watch. Uh, okay. But yeah, on YouTube, fun. the people listening, that that's a good, good example of the show during that period of time. Yeah, and that was to get a crowd. Because it's a full 21-minute video on YouTube of that, sh- that right. yeah. show. Back in, it's probably 86, Yeah, we went up there. We had to lie to the customs people. Again. We said, we're just going to go camping. Sure, sure. We had the big box on Ron's car, all the drum kit and everything right, right, inside. Right. And so we had to lie. It took us forever. And we got on, then somebody, there's a camera. We made a joke about the fact... <laughs> had some news channel and the guy sitting back at home drinking a beer. Right, the customer. Like, those guys, <laughs> we they lied to me. Yeah, there's always that. Oh, we're just here on. We just do that for fun. On yeah, the, we're just our hobby. Yeah, we, right. Why do you have the torches? Just because it's <laughs> fun for us to. <laughs> yeah, we're just. Pra- yeah, I use that to practice. Yeah, yeah. I think I did actually use that one too. Whatever you know. Yeah, going to Canada was always. I was uh, really good at straight faces. Yeah, yeah. Be, you know, you look him in the eye. You, they ask a question, you answer the question. Sure. They don't give me any more than that. It has to make some kind of sense, though. Yeah, just, yeah. no, no. I'm, what you don't I'm want is the, the red mark on your passport. We'd heard that one performer, he basically said, oh, I'm here to street perform. Bob Wickham. Yeah, and Bob Wickham. We had to say it, Bob, sorry. And he put basically the red stamp in his passport. Yeah. So from then on, they see that. They're like, oh, okay. That yeah, was in his passport. Yeah. Right. And he got the dreaded red stamp. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't even think yeah. of that. Because, yeah, they turned him around. He said, yeah, I'm in the street before. And I saw him later. I went, Bob. You don't say what that. Do you, I, I can't yeah, believe yeah. you did that. I heard you. Well, like you said, you need someone to show you the ropes. Because if you just go yeah. there, yeah. you think, oh, it's the world is my oyster. Yeah. No. Plus, he had too much stuff. Yeah, you can't have too much stuff. It can't be too obvious. Right. He should have sent his stuff over there. Yeah. Or just had enough and then said, get some more stuff when you're there. Like, yeah. don't bring your whole kit and 8x10 photo, whatever you're <laughs> going to sit, you know, here's my business card or whatever it is. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a that's, student. That's funny. That's really yeah. funny. Well, that's why you do that. You did comedy. That's right. I forgot. Back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> All right, so we got to kind of move on. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, you know, we, we, it's a great, great video. We have to kind of keep it within a certain time frame. Of course. So you put the show together. Now you're traveling around with the... How did you... So how did you guys then make these next moves into like more of the cabarets and the TV appearances? And what, what would you say is your big break? Oh, they had to break. I sp- well, we had a, we did have a, yeah, we had an agent, a guy out of New okay. York, who ended up ripping a lot of people off with a Branson, Branson riverboat. Branson, Missouri? You know, Branson, Missouri, they had a riverboat there, and he was, but he was like a big time agent. Okay. So he got us some good, yeah, we did Atlantic City. Right. Then later we had an agent. But then Lidlow kind of falls off, right? Because it's been yeah, kind of mostly you and Woodhead. Mostly, yeah, the cabarets, it was just Woody and I. Yeah. Because we're on... He didn't really want to do that because he had a 3D business. He was okay. doing shows with 3D photography where he'd do comedy, show, verbal comedy shows. Right. So he was doing that too. So he was kind of like, yes, I want to do the bigger ones. Right. So we had the money. Right, right. And we wanted him to do it. 
Sure, because it added to the show. Yeah, completely huge difference. If we would have had him in Europe, it would have killed. We would have killed with right, right. Ron. I mean, but too much stuff to move on and off. Sure, because it was a variety show and the drum set. And the, drum set, yeah. you'd have to move everything off and on. Well, they would probably supply us with a drum set more than likely, because after we did the first one, we we did two or three more, and that was that was my favorite thing doing we, Berlin variety houses. I, was, I, could, I died and went to heaven. So you just started doing that circuit with the Tiger Palace. Yeah, t- yeah, we did do. T- yeah, we did the Berlin. Um, uh, what's it called? That the. Um, GDP type of was it? Yeah, yeah. It's, they had like six or seven theaters. Yeah, yeah. Then we did a couple of cruise ships, and we did uh, festivals. Wait, I remember yeah, we you did, did, you did a, t- a TV appearance thing. in Chile. Yeah, we did those off and on. And you, right did you do the La Grande uh, Cabaret du Monde? Yes. In Paris. Yeah, so we you, had, you had a bunch of international yeah, TV we did appearances. That. We did, uh, Chile, Santiago, Chile. Yeah. It was a live TV show. That used to be a big show. That was a big, yeah, big live. And show. you guys could do kind of uh, uh, non-verbalist. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yes. we could, yeah, we did a lot of, yeah, the uh, that latter thing with Whitlow and Woody were actually funny. I did it with Woody. I didn't like it. Yeah, he would climb up a ladder with a, a climb climb up on his head. But they had some Not great my lines. favorite part of the, no, of the no, show. No, no, no. But they I thought it was a little dragged out. It's way he too He put a cup, of co- a cup of water on his water. head. And they did the champagne. And he would pretend to walk, walk, he would walk over this ladder. It was ladder. way too long. Way too long. Way I agree. Long. I, it was just way too long. But it had a lot of Perfect shtick. for three minutes. It had a lot of shtick. But when it, yes, when Ron did it with him, First time I saw it, I we just gotten together, yeah, back together or something. I don't remember, and uh, they did it at Faneuil Hall. I it was hilarious because he had the whole he had set up lines and say, "How do you feel? I'm getting higher. Uh, what what? How is it now? People look like ants." And how? Yeah, you know, there was some funny lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, you know, for that. Sure, at the time. And then he then he drops down, and and Ron, you know, he's got a shower cap, and the, so the visual thing was funny with me. It wasn't. It, I didn't believe in it, you know, that one. Right, right. Was, like you said, to me, it seemed to go on a bit, a bit long. And ladies and gentlemen, and then ladies and gentlemen, and then just do the do the trick is my... Right, thing. right. Just get to, do just the do trick. <laughs> just get it over with. Yeah. Let's do it. And, and because it it went down. Right. The show would go down every time. Sure. But you guys had a lot of success. You were you won uh, Halifax. Is another big no, then the festival, yeah, we did yeah. all the festivals. Yeah, because there was you did the the Canadian festivals, I imagine. Yeah, all the yeah we did Vancouver, we did yeah. Toronto, Edmonton, or Edmonton, of course, yeah. like three times, four. T- then we yeah. did um, uh, this the festival in uh, New Zealand. Yeah, the World Busker Fest, the World, Christchurch, Christchurch, yeah, like two or three times we yeah. did festivals. That was in a New big Zealand. one. That was a very big one. That did was they have the evening show at that time? Where they the set last time we were there, they did because that was the big in money the big maker. spot. Yes. Yeah, because in in that place in you have the your own shows. Yeah. But in the evenings they'd have a big group show. Yeah. Huge. And they'd fill this giant square Huge. with people. And they made yeah. eight eight to ten grand. In the and then show. they would split it up. And yeah, we did we did it twice. We got rained out twice. Oh. Which was a drag. That's a drag. But, but that's what, one of the curses of street performing is yeah. so dependent on the weather. Yeah. So when you, when those of you out there, when it's not raining, you do a show. That's yeah. Michael, uh, magical mystical Michael. He said if it's not raining. You know, oh, I'm going to take a day off. It may rain forever. Yeah. You do as many shows as you can. Then you do one more. Right. And then you make money. We always had a, a motto. If we're there and the money's there, let's leave together. Like if there's, if there's money to be made, yeah, make that money. Because yeah. there might become a time when the money's not there. Like I say, it's raining or the sky is rain. small. Yeah. When it's pumping, you, you got, work hard. You got to work hard. Yeah. You're doing, I mean, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Our record was 21 shows in two days in That's, Galveston. That was cranking them out. Wow. But that was the situation that's where... Funny. That's a lot of shows. Well, we well, the situation months. was where it was, you'd finish a show, and by the time you put your stuff away, there was another crowd. Right. So you, you eliminated the crowd gathering part of it. Right. And the shows were maybe 20 that, minutes. That's Boston. 
Yeah. We'd already have I never problem. worked in Boston, but that's the Faneuil Hall uh, Yeah, we'd set up and start again. We yeah. wouldn't even, we would just go right Because that could be the most energetic part is gathering the crowd. And if yeah. they're already there. They're already there. Then you can just crank them out we one after another. You start, you do three shows in two hours. Yeah. And we're still sometimes over. And the next act, if they get mad, I'd give them a dollar a minute. Oh, okay. Interesting. Like, we 10 minutes. We, I'd throw everything, I'd just go as fast as I could to get all the stuff off. Right. Uh, what time is it? 10, 15 after 15 bucks. Here. Oh, okay, there you go. So, I want to be friends. That's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a, you know, it's a, yeah. I'd, like to, I'd like to think I had some sort of class anyway. Yeah, so, so you won a big integrity. prize in Halifax. Uh, yeah. It was a 10-day festival. No, it was 21. Oh, really? When we did it, it was 10. They 21. Went, wow. they, went, they, went from four, they went from weekend to weekend. Yeah. And I said, man, this, this is too long. Yeah, 21 we're days done. Oh, we're done. Then they went to 21. It's like 21 days. Because those days in between the weekends aren't that great. It was packed. Really? Every, every for 21 days? Every night. Jeez. Packed every night. Every night. You, you do five and you go, I said, we got to do five shows a day every day. We took two days off. Wow. They did. Yeah. yeah. I did shows on myself. Oh, interesting. I wanted to go. I did 21 days straight. I did three shows by myself on the two days off. Right. But we did five shows. So we did a lot of shows. Yeah. And they had prizes. So you guys won the... My notes say ten thousand dollar. You say it was maybe. it was five, and then they had a new a new a newspaper voting thing for two. Oh, I got you. So we got seven in. Canadian I never liked the the, the festivals it. that had a, a prize it was because good. it made competition among the performers, we, yeah. and it was never fair. Yeah, there were it was never fair because whoever whoever was seen by the most people, and and the winners usually got a preference next year, and then they'd be seen by more people again, yeah. and so and, and some people worked. There was there were a set of rules, but they didn't follow the rules. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. rules were between ten, between twelve and two. Right. And people went all day. They right, were right, supposed right. to go between twelve and two, and people would just go, and they knew. And some people would do the old and look at your program. Sure. And there, there is us. Put your name on Vote. there and put it right in the ballot box right over here. Yeah. And some people was, were really into the winning part of it, the and it became it became kind of like the people who were like, well, if we win, great. Yeah. I mean, you could use some money, yeah. But, but the other people were like, "Oh, I'm going to try to win," yeah. and that was that a whole was a different few, mentality. Few people. We had yeah. a, we had a meeting with everybody. A couple, somebody organized it, which I agreed. I said, "Why don't we just tell them we don't want to do that and just spread the money around?" Yeah, yeah. Some people aren't making the big hats. Sure, sure, sure. A chalk person, yeah, isn't making five hundred. And he's not going to win the people's and choice. He's not going to win anything. Yeah. So why don't we give him everybody two hundred bucks out of the money? Yeah. And share it. And the people win whenever the people like I never thought as a performer. Oh yeah, that that person to me was the right. yeah yeah. One oh, year we were in Halifax, except for of course Halifax when we were there. Well, no. well of course, because oh, we weren't there that year. We, we, we <laughs> would have voted for you. But like we, but we did Shizioka together, uh, yeah. Raspini Brothers and uh, yeah. Walter Woodhead. Yeah, yeah, and that was also something. But they had an interesting thing I thought because they had one stage. Well, I voted for you guys. And no, but they had one stage yeah. that was the judging stage. Right, and you would do one show, one show over the course of the festival that was your judge show. Right. So that way, it wasn't like you were trying to get the biggest crowds. Right. That would seem to be fair. It seemed fair, but they didn't switch the crowd. That's yes. what I didn't like. And also, the, the one who won that year when we were there wasn't a real street act. They were no. just two skilled girl acrobats right. who had the most skill, probably. Yeah. But if you say, well, are they street performers? They're not, no. No, none of them were street performers. The one guy clown, but they were all silent. Yeah. They weren't street performers. They were, they were circus acts. Yeah. And it was hard to compete skill-wise. Like most street performers aren't as skilled as top right. circus performers. Right. Because you're going to do a backflip. 
Well, you know, they got a jog on the dual backflip. They were doing head to head while they were spinning the plays, yeah. and, and no one on the street is. Yeah. Maybe the Flash, those guys, red trousers. Red, yeah, oh, yeah. I saw a video of those guys. Those guys are great. Yeah, they're they're Boston guys. Yeah, yeah, but they they were sort of circus trained originally. I heard. Yeah, and they do the head to head and the and the big ladder stuff. And of course, they have a big ladder at the end that they get. Yeah, out. yeah, they're ten minute hat, yeah. probably a ten minute hat line, which I yeah I got. Yeah, we worked with them. I I think it may be one of the Canadian festivals. Oh no, in New Zealand. Oh, they were there. Yeah, at the Christchurch. Christchurch, yeah. that's a big one, man. Yeah. The one, the one thing that Christchurch was, and most of the festivals, you could schmooze your way up. Well, I think they weren't completely fair with. Yeah. Duos. I mean the du- I mean I'll say I don't know who ran, Halifax or um, New Zealand, but right. It was that woman. Uh, when yeah. we, I forget her. And they name. get a hat. They, they get a hat to pay for all the flights, which is right, makes right, perfect right. sense. But the time we did it, I think there were seven duos, right, or six duos. And the time that somebody else did it who were solos, they had like seven singles. Oh, I see. Right. It wasn't, it was it wasn't even. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It, and that's how Halifax was, too. It, I think it was you, kind of a... You could get in there, you know. There are some situations, too, where the, the it, festival organizers had certain people they liked more as friends. And people would start schmoozing and being... They schmoozed yeah. big time. And it became like, who do you like to hang out with? As opposed to who's the best actor. Right. And some people don't want to play that game of like, oh, I have to kiss up to the. Yeah, that's how we were at the theaters. At the theaters, Woody would go, oh, you know, we got to schmooze these people. And I said, no, we don't. Right. It's a, it's a I, job. I, no, we don't. No, I said, I, I come here, they're paying me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give everything I got. I'm practicing. I warm up three to four hours every show. Right. When right. I tapped, I was working, doing, I was in great shape. Shows were killer for me. Yeah. Never, almost never dropped. I mean, everything was per- had it down perfect. All the routines. Yeah. You were solid. And I don't have to. Oh, I was. I said yeah. I was all over it. Woody would come. Well, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you're the juggler. Well, I'm the juggler anyway. Forget yeah. about. It. I'm not going to bring up old old stuff. But that's just, that's a good lesson though. You you have to practice. You got to practice. Yeah. You want to be good. But you got to work. I gave them. I but I gave them everything I had, and yeah. I don't have to dress a certain way. I don't have to talk to them. Yeah. I say hello. They pay me. Sure. And they fly home. Right, right, know? right. And that's the deal. I'm not, they don't own me. Well, that's a good, you know, because showbiz is part of it is that who you know and who who likes who and who's who's going to bad talk this person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. No, you didn't want to play that game. No, 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 no. Okay, eventually though, you guys had a falling out, everything, everything comes to an end. Yeah, that happened a couple of different times. Right. Would you feel that your personalities were kind of a mismatch, or what? What was the biggest cause of dissent in the Waldo Woodhead uh, scenario? I, what, what what led to the breakup? Yeah, he was getting that. complacent with the t- routines. We once we did that ladder thing, it, he's complacent. He, I said, this used to be funny. I mean, you're cutting out, you're forgetting all these other things that you used to say, and you're right. cutting them out. I said, if you if, if you do it and it works, you want to keep it in and do something else. And so we we make it better. Yeah. And you go, I can't remember. What? You can't remember. <laughs> what do you mean he can't remember? He's, when he's in his best, he can't remember what he did. Oh, I see. So we'd have to videotape. Sure, sure. Yeah, you'd have to videotape it. Yeah, and yeah. This is you, you have you, to get serious. Because you have to repeat the things that work over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you want to get something else at work. Then we could have another routine. Yeah. And I say, I want to do a soft shoe. When somebody says a word, it's a classic something. Niagara Falls, slow day, sure, sure. step by step, that whole routine yeah. with Evan Costello. It's timing. It's partnership. It's, it's a whole deal, right? Yeah. You hear something, you go into a soft shoe. Yeah. Oh, they're singing our song, or something. I want to talk because I could, I could dance. I right, could, right. I could tap dance a little bit, soft shoe. But some people can't practice. 
I you guys did some. You did some I videos. You did some family videos. He also yeah, had yeah. A, he was doing his video. Yeah, was he, he was also trying to had an like acting career. He was trying to do an acting. Yeah, career. so that kind of maybe brought some. some yeah, other. He, yeah. That was a thing that he didn't want to go to California. You know, you're an actor. And he said, "Well, you know, we're on Boston. We're in Burlington. I was there for seven years." And I said, "Let's do some street shows in Burlington." Right. Because I want. I need some money. Yeah. If we're here, we can make five hundred dollars on a weekend. Easy, easy. We could do three shows, and make five hundred bucks, no problem. Right on that street, Church Street. Yeah, where they had the Festival of Fools. Yeah, this is yeah, this yeah. is before they had even they even had fewer uh, cafes. Right. They had more space, outdoor yeah. cafes. Nice street, nice, nice street performance. Killer, spot. Oh, killer yeah. spot. Right so you ended rock. up in Vermont. Is that? Yeah, where? I was there, and he said, "Well, I don't want I don't want to be a street performer. I don't want a street performer." Oh, he wanted to be an actor. He wanted to be an actor. Yeah. I mean, then he, what does he do? He starts a street performing festival. Right, right, right. Festival of Fools. Which has been going on for quite a long time. Now. Yeah, it's a good festival. Yeah, I, I got I mean, to do it. It was fun. It's it's fun. You know, you're not yeah. gonna do it. I mean, I did it. We did it twice. You're not gonna make it. I don't make any money. You know, I never. We never really made money. There were good spots and less lesser spots. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, but you guys did what a like a, a few family videos together. Yes. I think yeah, he was, got uh, me in. Uh, I think uh, fishing for trouble. Fishing was for a, trouble. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, we did that with that company. Some company wanted to make this video, and they did. They produced it. Right. And uh, he came up with some of that stuff, and I came up with some of the ideas of running around and been fishing, and we have trouble with the captain catching his fish. Right. And every all, only thing I was doing was juggling. So he's prepared for family audiences. Yeah, yeah. And yes. are they still available? These videos? Oh, I'm or? sure he still probably got some. Yeah. And there was one uh, with Ava's uh, magical adventure was another one. There was one with the uh, I think uh, Woodhead saves the farm or something. See, that was his completely. But wasn't there one with Glenn Singer too, like a horse of a different? The color? horse of a different color. Yeah. The three of us. Yeah. We put in the show from the Flynn. Because I remember seeing that one. Yeah. yeah. That was a show from the Flynn. Uh, it was at the end of that one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they were cute. You know, the horse was driving the car. and you know, right, That right, was right. my convertible, actually. Yeah. So, Glenn O'Grande did an act with the, where he... I forget what they call yeah, the Oh, act. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a horse with his little midget legs. Ze yeah, it's a zebra horse. We always call him the man zebra. But yeah, that's, the zebra that's man. Our... Zebra man. Yeah, very funny, visual. Very jumps, yeah. barriers. Still working? Still out there? Yeah, I just, I just talked to him the other day, actually. He yeah. called me the other day and asked where I was. I'm saying, I'm in San Francisco, man. This is a killer. I love it out here, man. It never rains. Yeah, I, I stay in touch with him. He's a great guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, oh, good guy. Yeah, he's he's concerned with me. He, I mean, after my my thing, he asked if he he would take care of me down in, in West right. Virginia. He would have said, "You can come down here. I'll take care of you." But I had doctor's appointments. Sure. Well, we'll get we'll, we'll, yeah. that's still still that's still to come. The big finish. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And also, there's this, also there's this whole connection with Hawaii because oh right that one of the things uh, right. I was never involved with, yeah. but there was a big communal organization or group that got together yeah. who bought land in Hawaii. Right. And they formed a group, uh, Belly Acres. Belly Acres. And you were one of the original. Uh, I'm original ten people. Yeah. It was the it came from a juggling convention that Graham. Sponsor Graham Ellis, Graham Ellis, yeah. and Benji was living out there. Yeah, Benji Morantz, yeah, Benji Morantz and Jeannie was yeah. living out there. And the Infinite Crasher was living in oh, Marcus Marconi, Marcus Marconi was on yeah. Oahu, so yeah. he was at the and uh, and there was a convention. We just got yeah, the Hawaii Vaudeville Festival, the Hawaiian Juggling Festival, yeah, Hawaiian Vaudeville Festival. It's called the Hawaiian Vaudeville Festival, it was okay, yeah. And Rock Butterfly was there, so we're in Boston, and Benji goes, No, we're doing this convention, and I have a place for you to street perform. On Oahu, and so what do you? And I said, well, I'm going to Hawaii. Let's go to this yeah, convention. Sounds good. I don't. I'm not. I'm not staying in Boston. Sure. So I found somebody to sublet the place I had, and uh, I'm. Go I said, no, we got to go to this convention. It'll be fun. So we did that for two years. The second year, Graham came up with this idea. There's fifty. There's eleven acres. Right. A mile away. Nine of it is pure jungle. 
It's $55,000. I'm looking for members to buy in. Right. It's like, oh, $2,000, I can be, I can have 10 acres of land. It's all jungle. Yeah. Now it isn't. Now, right, now they developed. It's yeah. absolutely gorgeous. That's why yeah. I have a house, and that's a long story. That yeah. took forever to... That's where you live now. That's where I live. That's, right. I live in the house. It's all mine. Yeah, we're in San Francisco now, but you're just here visiting. I'm just here cru- yeah. cruising around. My, my mission here was to see my older siblings. Right. I made a joke originally, and Mitchell Barrett says I shouldn't use that joke. My joke was... I'm seeing my family before they die tour. Well, this is like my that last connecting. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody's spread out. And, and everybody's spread, and I may not make it back to see my older brothers and sisters. And I right. have six older brothers and sisters. Sure. And I saw half of them, and then I came here. But Yeah, but there's still maybe some time to see the others. Yeah, and, yeah I'll see them. Uh, yeah, I'll see them later, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but uh, And so you decided, you and Woodhead decided to buy into this? and, and Yeah, I did. And, and, and Woodhead, and Garbo was out there. He came out the next year. He bought in, yeah. and Charlie Brown. Okay. Dave Rave. Right. Uh, I know Marlon bought in. Michael Marlon. But that was another story. That's uh, another story. <laughs> but that's, yeah, he didn't last long. He yeah, was, I think another personality conflict or something. Big time. But of course, there's different, we won't get into that because there's different yeah. viewpoints of, of his course. viewpoint, other people's viewpoint. Of course. Yeah, and never, I don't know the whole story. So. Yeah, I would never, I wouldn't be able to explain it. Yeah. But uh, right now, most of those people have left. I live there with uh, six women and Eric Morantz, Benji's brother, okay. is a member. I'm a member. Yeah. So there's like eight members living there. And it's two two men and six women that are members. Okay. So it's softened up. A nice, nice ratio. Everything is nice and soft. <laughs> right. None of the Tarzans yeah. anymore. There was, there was some conflicts. There was, there was some, some macho-ness going on. Huge tar. Everybody's a Tarzan. Yeah, I'm yeah. just going, I'm just here. You're I'm the just there for three months. Right, right. I make trails through the jungle and, you know, sure. work out. And I, I was practicing then and, you know, all of that. And when you break up with Woodhead, you're still pursuing a solo career. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. probably the best time I ever had. Because you were off on your own. And on my own again, doing what the kind same. Of, what kind of gigs? Just... Well, I went to uh, I went to Australia. I went oh, to nice. Perth, Australia. Yeah. Perth, all the way over. Yeah. It was another spot I heard about, and there were no street performers. And I'm thinking, man... I'm getting good at this. I found Finding the spot. the spot. Yeah, I found the spot. I get there jet, heavily jet lagged from the East Coast. Right. And I made like 600 bucks in the first day. Nice. In a walking mall. Yeah, yeah. Probably because my energy was so intense. I never had that good a day again. Right, But right. I'd, do, I'd work every day. It never rained. Yeah. Working every day. And I, then Sandy Johnson came and she said she wanted to perform with me. And she's in the house in Hawaii. Right. She wanted to be a street performer. Okay. So I met her in, in, in the festival in uh, Baltimore. And she met me out there, and we traveled around. And then Butterfly came, right? And we all sort of traveled around a little bit, and did some street right. performing. And Butterfly Man, of course, uh, Robert Nelson, the Robert Nelson, Butterfly and Kumi, and Kumi, Kumi, his wife. Who we just met. And his Butterfly wife. Man, he shows up in lots of different stories. And lots of well, I told him I was going, <laughs> and he said I'll meet you there because she's a flight attendant, right? And he flew for free. Yeah. So, so we hung out there, and we sort of split ways, and then, uh, and I stayed, you know, stayed for five months. Nice. And then I went to Hawaii. Right. Then I went to Europe and I stayed in Switzerland for seven months. Doing shows, doing, doing street, shows. street shows, just cruising around. So this is like the dream. This is like it's, people's dream of. It's not really yeah. like this anymore, though. It, I mean, like, as far as people can't not. really do this. Yeah. Like I'm gonna go to Europe and just travel they around, and they don't have. Yeah. The no, spots aren't there anymore, and the spots aren't. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. I hit it at like the right time. And once someone finds a good spot, it's not too long before someone ruins it, or so many performers get there. Yeah. Yeah, the, it becomes, neighbors, the neighbors up in the apartments will complain. Yeah, or whatever there, it is. Yeah, there were apartments yeah. everywhere. There used to be a day where you could find a spot, like that secret spot, and just milk it. I did. Oh, and I just, found a spot. That's nice. It was, it was by the bridge. It's a famous Lucerne. It's a 600-year-old bridge. Yeah. 
It goes across the river. The river's right there by railing. Pretty. Walkway, cafes are over here. The bus is over here. So they walk right by. Right. They drop off the tourists over here. It's just, it was beautiful. Perfect. I think you have the right vibe too because you're not one of these yeah. guys who people would be intimidated by or afraid of. Trumpet Street Performers definitely have that edge. Oh, yeah. They're where, completely want to defend their... Yeah, it's my spot. It's, it's also, like, I think, from never for the, just the public and for the vendors, where they, they seem kind of like... And the police. To, yeah. Like they, the local you always have more of a gentle energy. Yeah. The people that live there, yeah. you want to be sure that you get along with all the You people. want to be sort of chill. You, you have to have that performer attitude and mentality, yeah. but they don't want to seem like, oh, is this guy, is yeah. there drugs involved? Is yeah. there... He's not know, too loud. Not too loud, exactly. That was a big deal. Yeah, you don't yeah. make a lot of noise. Yeah. You're not pushy. You don't... The vendors are always the kings, too. You don't want to step always. on the... Because they're paying rent. Right. They start there were complaining no, there were no much. vendors. There were oh. restaurants, but there were no vendors. Oh, nice. It was okay. perfect. It was nice. absolutely perfect spot. Right. So and you stayed they, there for quite a while, for seven months, you're saying? I was there, yeah, back and forth there. I went to Zurich, and nice. I ran into uh, Frank Olivier. He was in Frank. Okay. Everybody's in Zurich. Nobody's in Lucerne. Right, right, right. I had that spot all to myself. It was like, it was like I can't and you don't tell it. anybody, right? You're like, oh, oh, shit. No. <laughs> Mum's the word. No. <laughs> but I did go to, uh, oh, man, that, that story's already gone, so it's yeah. okay. In your mind, it's already... Yeah, I've already had like two different other well, stories. Well, we're getting towards the end. So let's, let's, but, okay, so finally... You have, so you're, you have this event in 2018. It's oh. kind, of, kind of life-altering. Yeah. So uh, tell the, our listeners what happened, how you recovered from it, and where you, what, what you're doing now. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, where were you at, first of all? Oh, I was in upstate New York where I've been working. I, at the age of 50, I got a real job at a theme park. So what, what brought about this change of real job? I, need, you felt you I needed to get Social Security, and I needed to get health insurance. Okay. So I joined a corporation, which is Six Flags, who right. own like 11, they own like Vallejo. Oh, the amusement parks. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, but it's a small one. Yeah. So I've become the painter, because I can paint. So right. I went to this job and a painter, so I got full time. And you're maintaining the rides and maintaining the... I, no, I painted the rides. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was just a painter. I painted yeah, yeah. the building, the gift good, shops. Good, solid work. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. Yeah. I mean, you get in the park and people are having fun. So sure. I worked in the park when people are around. They're like running around and kids are running around. Sure. Hey. I like, hey, I like working in these parks. Oh, yeah, it was great, man. People there to have fun. There are people there to have fun. Yeah. You're not having fun? It's a bit, you know, anyway. And there's something said about having... Social Security, having health yep. insurance, having actually some kind of thing when you when you get older. I've got, I had to think about it because I didn't pay in any of that stuff. I yeah, was yeah. just I loved performing. Sure, it was but at enough. a certain age. The shoulder gotta, blew out. My, yeah. my my thumb. I can't hold on to things. Okay, we're all gonna find that out later. Right, and so. But you're, you've aged tremendously well. Oh, thank you. For a man I'm in 80s. good shape. Well, what got me to quit smoking was getting hit by a truck. Okay, so you were smoking. I was smoking, and, and yeah, I was heavily smoking. Yeah, I, I, t- I had too much free time. Anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm riding, and I'm, I'm riding along, and it's a Sunday. Are you on a motorcycle? I'm on a motorcycle. I go to a circle. Yeah. Into a, a, a roundabout. It had been there about five years because people don't know how to still so the roundabout. It's still like saying. that. Yeah. They don't. It's look. like who's ever in the circle. That's the right of way. You have a right of way. You're in the circle. Yeah. And I and I'm coming into the circle. Sunday, no cars. I look to the left, no cars. Straight ahead, no, because there's like five roads, five streets that go into it. Yeah. Three. So there's six different ways of coming. So the two streets down, there's a crosswalk. So I see this these three guys, and I'm thinking they're going to cross the crosswalk. And if a cop saw it, and I went through it. Sure, while huge, they're walking through the rock. While yeah. through it, I, huge ticket. Yeah. I don't want a ticket. Because they have the right of way in the crosswalk. They have the right of way. Huge ticket. But I see the guy in a truck. The first street to the right. Okay, he's half a block away, man. I got, I'm cool, you know. And I look over there, and look at, now he's... Oh man, he's oh he should be slowing down about now, I'm like that. 
Okay, it's good. Oh, I got to slow down because I think they're wham. The truck hit you. Just like that. Just yeah. like, okay, I didn't look the fourth time. I didn't look over. Went like that, slowed down. Visual right here. I went, whoop, wham, right down underneath the truck. Oh. I'm under the truck. Yeah. Truck's not on top of me, but the tire's right by my head. And, and I looked down and went, yeah, gee. You know, I didn't go out. I right. didn't faint. Yeah, I was, you didn't run over your leg. No. It snapped my leg. Oh, when it hit you. When it hit with a bumper, hit my car. Mm. So it broke the tibia and the fibula. Right. And my ankle, my foot was sideways. It bent. Sideways. Yeah. yeah. So you knew it was. Yeah. It was yeah. Bent. Oh, I'm like, oh, geez. And I'm wide awake. I'm going, ah, oh, God. You know, I'm doing my screaming. I yeah. had no idea what I said. I, I didn't faint. So I'm like, you guys, yeah, you get the guy. It's the guy in the truck. You know, I'm, all I'm doing is concerned with the guy in the truck, right? Right. Yeah, he yeah, don't let him go. Yeah, don't let him go anyway. Oh, man, you all right? No. <laughs> and I'm screaming. What about my, where's my motorcycle? And all I'm concerned about, which I talked to Sandy later, was like, because I've been traveling so long. Right. All I'm concerned about is my stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because I buy my stuff. It's my, I need my wallet, my wallet, man. Did somebody get my wallet, my phone, or the saddlebags on the right side? Oh, man. I, oh, God. He's, he's the guy up there, man. You know, I'm, I'm doing this screaming. So they come along and they, they, they come along and they put me in the tourniquet. Anyway, um, the hospital's right over there. They put me together. Yeah. I, I kind of wake up and you know, they put me in a leg brace. When they, they went, you know, the old thing where they go, snap your leg. Yeah, yeah to train your leg. Yeah, I, and that's when I fainted. Yeah. Then I woke up kind of being in surgery and they kept talking to me to make sure I was still alive and that whole deal. Then, it, then I wake up in a helicopter. Oh, okay. I'm in a helicopter. Which, right. Then I wake, then I faint. Then I wake up in the helicopter landing. Then I faint. Then I wake up, and there's this guy standing over me going, my name is Dr. Patel. I just happened to be in the hospital. I was going to be in Rochester. I'm a plastic surgeon, and I talked to your doctor who pieced you back together again, or something like that. Yeah. I don't remember exactly, but I'm high on all the stuff. Sure. He goes, they, he said, I think I can save your leg. Went, Save my Because they were thinking about amputating. They were going to amputate. Because it was such a bad break. It was a bad break. Yeah. And I said, where were they going to amputate? Where were they going to amputate? You know, however I was speaking. Yeah. But above the knee. I went, oh. That's serious. I went, oh. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what I did. I went, oh. So good chance? 90% chance I can save your leg. Okay. Yeah. Good, good. Then I think I fainted. Yeah, yeah. Then I woke up in in my bedroom. Right. In my room. And but it was a long it, rehab, right? Like long. A, it was yeah. seven weeks in the hospital. Yeah. So, yeah, I was there for a long time. It was just making sure the infection. See, it was all about the infection yeah, yeah. because he, he'd piss, piece my leg back together. And then they have to take some muscle or something from your back or something from your Oh, yeah. Or, it's from my thigh. Yeah. From your thigh. Yeah, when they finally put it together. Yeah. That it grabs. Because it was all dead, so they had to cut off all the dead flesh. Right. They put the bone back together. That was all together. Yeah. In a brace, so they couldn't move it. Then they, they were figuring out. They had to see if it's going to get infected with the bone operation because yeah. they're going to get infected and that's all they did every day it was like a month they were going to amputate right because so they weren't sure they weren't sure if you're going to get infected if yeah. you got infected you're going to cut it off yeah yeah because every day travel. like 6 30 you're going oh here they are again the students came in and then she's checking for infection i went you have to do this every day at 6 30 every day yeah, yeah. 6 30 I, I don't know if i'm going to keep my leg for the next day uh, that scary. was like the, that was the weirdest it was like what right right do when I get, what I anyway uh, but at a certain point, they're like, okay, it's, it's past the good? danger point. Yeah, yeah they're going to they're gonna take that. So they have the skin over here. They put that over there. I'm right. ready to go. Yeah. And then um, my friend Dave picked me up, and I left after seven weeks. And it was just, yeah. I left. People didn't come. I was, like, completely bummed. I left, you know, 
old friends who never came. They were going to help me with lawsuit because I right. had, had to get a lawyer and all that. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, to take care of the hospital. Yeah, because yeah, huge. It's a hospital, huge, yeah. three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Right, right, right. You know, so and not your fault. So someone should pay for that. No, no, their their insurance paid. Yeah, yeah, fortunately, had State Farm Insurance, which is the best insurance you can get. Good, good for payout. Right, I paid. You know, you never enough for me, but you sure, know, sure, never. Sure. Give me my leg back, I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, but. And then Sandy, basically Sandy Johnson from Maryland, who I built the house with, and yeah. Wheeler Cole knows her. You know anybody in Japan, the old days, right. knows Sandy Johnson. She came up and said, "I'm going to take you out." And I got my house. I got a place for you to do physical therapy three days a week. I already got it all set up, and you're going to get my old room upstairs because she had her own apartment downstairs in her house. Right. And I had short-term disability to long-term coming in, so I could pay her for the rent. Yeah. So I had that coming in, and I did that three days a week. It was the worst thing I ever did. Right, because the, the physical pain. therapies, yeah, it's, yeah, it's terribly pain. I mean, the, the straight, yeah, yeah. bend the leg. And, and how, how are you? So how is your your feeling now? Feeling pain? It's, or? No, no pain. It's just a little it's, limited. It's the... numb. It's it's. I'm getting feeling back. Right. My, my wrist, my ankle will never bend more than three inches. But you walk fine. I mean, but I'm walking. Yeah, yeah, my back. I got a, a pair of shoes that my left, my right leg was shorter. Right. Right. So now it's more even. Yeah. And I can walk and look like I don't have any problems. No, no. If like I go you off don't my land. toe, yeah. I can go off my toes. Right. I walk like you got a bounce to it. Right. You know, you see people walking off their toe and they right, get right. this bounce. <laughs> I can do that, but it's too much thinking. So sure. I still got a little bit of limp, but but I can't. Walk. I can walk a mile and play golf. I can so now you're living in Hawaii, though. Yeah, living in Hawaii. That, that belly acres area. Yeah, got belly acres. And you're doing your visit the family before they die tour. Visit before they die tour. Thank you very much. And lucky you were also able to squeeze in a visit here to the Holzman's recording oh, studio. Oh yeah, and then well, well yeah, and uh, AKA my, I my kitchen talking, table. And I see, I got to mention uh, Mitchell Barrett. Uh -huh. he was stuck, he, when we had lunch, what? Yeah, just the other day. Uh, three, three days, no, last uh, month. Yeah. And he said he-, he Oh, needs, yeah, 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 the he first needs, time. He was gonna rent rent a room, but he needs yeah. uh, somebody. And, and he said, and then I called him about that and went, well, maybe could you rent it to me for a month and I can stay in San Francisco and hang out. Yeah. He goes, oh yeah, 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 you could, yeah, you can stay. And so I rented one of his rooms for nothing for right. San Francisco. It's, it's very cheap. It's very, very cheap, cheap yeah. here. Yes, he's trying to rent it out now, and the, the, it's, the, it's the so rent cheap. is insane. It's, it's unbelievable. It's, yeah. it's so. It's, have you been our performing area, Pier Thirty Nine? Have you been out there? I haven't. I will. Yeah, I will. I I haven't been driving much uh, because my car is pretty much canned. Right. My front suspension is. I got to dump the car, which is too bad. It's a convertible, man. But and so, what, what's the what's anyway. the future? What's the future hope uh, for Waldo? I'm going to come back. I want to go to um, Ireland. Oh, for the EJC next year. Well, that's possible. Yeah. I want to go to the Jutting Convention. And you've been, in, you've been to a couple of the festivals recently, IJA. I went to the IJA with Mardine. You'll be next year in Indiana. I want to go to Indiana. I do too. I promised her I want to go. Yeah, I promised yeah, her I I'll go. Yeah, I want to go. And Loon's going. Okay. And Mardine's going. We hung out together. Right, and right, right. had a great time. She's just wonderful. I hadn't spoken to her in years. She goes, you want to go to the Jutting Convention? And I went, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. Right. Because I, I wanted to do that anyway. Just to, I got to keep moving before it's too late. Right. Before, you know, I always wanted to go to Ireland. Yeah, so that's the next year at EJC. I, yeah. yeah, that would be, that'd be, that's perfect timing, actually. Good. That's so people perfect. who are listening, yeah. Waldo's doing good. Yeah. He's, uh, his leg is good. He's looking for some more travel, some more adventure. Travel. Travel. So if you have a place for him to stay, if you want to put him up for a month. Oh, like <laughs> oh, oh, well, that saves on, yeah, that's exactly. I don't normally don't do that. Yeah. You know, man. You're not like a crasher. You're not I'm not the crasher <laughs> type, but, you know, I'll yeah. pay rent. Like, you know, I'm yeah, 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 like yeah, Mitchell. Yeah. Mitchell, but yeah, well, you know, back by then I may be running out of money, and you know, I could use a, a nice room with a 
We can always hit the Pier 39 and do some shows. Private, with a private bathroom and, you know, something special. Yeah. You know? Right. Well, I really appreciate you stopping by the, uh, the studio here and spending some time on the Drop Everything podcast. Thank you so much, my special guest, Paul Burke, also, of course, known as Waldo. Thank you very much. And good night. I hope you enjoyed Drop Everything podcast number 108, my conversation live in the Holzman Estate with Waldo from the Waldo Woodhead Show. Before you go, thank our sponsor one more time, the IJA, International Jugglers Association. Find out about their products, festivals, and so much more at juggle.org. Now go out there and drop everything except when you're juggling.